0: world I never thought I'd see the day that you my old girl now I'm stuck here hollering at old girl got one got two three four girls shotgun in the drop made a right Hut one hut two told him take a hike then it's on to the next on on to the next one hard to move on we do always regret one 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 I wonder some-
1: Girl, Ida Rodriguez, with our latest episode of Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, yay! yay. <laughs> <Woo. laughs> um, Bringing the, we're gonna have a great show today. I have Jason Stewart in the house. Melvin Robert is back. Hey, I'm live on Facebook, and the village is showing up. So we're gonna have a good time today. We're gonna keep it light. The question of the day today is. What is your idea of a great date? I got some really funny responses and some really good ones on social media, and I am going to share those with you. But you still can call in 310-986-6610, 310-986-6610, and share with us what your idea of a great date is, what you would like a, a, a great date to be, or if you had a great date, and please tell us about it. I saw a picnic on there, so uh, so a lot of people like picnics. And then in true social media fashion, somebody broke down what a picnic really means <laughs> and how racist it is. Wow. And they were like, you slave, that's your idea of a great date, a picnic? Why is a so,
2: picnic racist?
1: Uh, because of the the, de- the definition of picnic, it has to do with uh, slavery. The wor- and The
2: word
3: picanini, to- does it come from that yeah. word? Yes, that's what I thought, because I heard that somewhere, that somebody got in trouble for saying that. Somewhere, somehow, I don't remember because I'm old. Oh. But, I'm, oh, but I do remember the actual subject matter of it.
1: Wow. Well, so anyway, we're going to go, we're gonna go uh, into the question of the day. We're going to cool. talk about what's trending. Uh, I want to say hello to my village. Uh, Jeffrey, are you calling me a cornball? Because uh, I don't think you want to do that. That's not cool. Anyway, what's your idea of a great date? I'll, I'll let you know. My idea of a great date has to do with crab legs, Cause I love crab legs. Ah. They make me happy. So if I'm basic, I'll just be basic. Um, good conversation and uh, connection. You know, like it doesn't matter where you go if you are connected. Um,
2: Do you get frustrated eating crab uh, uh, crab legs?
1: I don't. I enjoy them very much. My my dad calls them. Uh, look, somebody said pigs feet. Fool's food. He calls oh. sunflower seeds crab legs. Anything you gotta work for a lot. He's like, that's what I'm saying because food. like
2: that, the, with the crab legs, that just makes me so frustrated because you gotta crack it. Like, oh, you have to. You, and then it's like not open that them much. Up? No, same I, thing with with crawfish. Same I, thing with crawfish. It's the I'm same a product. southern girl though. Sometimes oh, okay. you gotta. Put I don't it want up. anything
3: that's that much work to eat. I, that's too much. I don't have to work to get to it. Jabila
1: said crab legs are bougie. <laughs> How you doing today? <laughs> so let me uh, just quickly. Facebook Live is tuning in. You guys, download the Dash Radio app and make sure you listen. Comedy, Dash Radio Comedy. We are going uh, directly into our show right now, so I have to say bye and sign off. If you really want to listen to the show, make sure you download the Dash app and call us, 310-986-6610. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. All right, guys. So we are live in the studio. Jason is here. Melvin is here. It's Monday. I like to do a weekend wrap-up. In addition to all the stuff that was going on in Chicago this weekend, what, ha- what did you do this weekend, Melvin?
2: Um, this weekend, I had a pretty low-key weekend. I went to dinner with my mom and dad. Mm. This weekend, which was nice. Cause, he likes uh, to
1: show off and let us know he has parents yeah. with an S on the end. <laughs> hey,
2: I do. Um, yeah, so I went to dinner with my mom and dad at Playa Vista, mm-hmm. which is really nice.
4: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: really nice. I grew up, you know, like I've shared before, I grew up in Inglewood, spent a lot of time as a kid in that area, went to college, just right up the street on Lincoln at Loyola Marymount. But that Playa Vista is, complex is super nice. I was, like, very impressed.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so it
2: was good. Um, and then other than that, hung out with some friends yesterday. Low-key.
1: Jason, what did you do this weekend?
2: I, mine was
3: jam-packed and fun-filled. I have to tell you that. Uh, so on Saturday, I actually went to the museum. Ooh, which one? Uh, the uh, LACMA.
2: Oh, nice. With, with, um, a, I live across the street. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well,
3: you should have come by.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, I went there, and I had lunch and w- with my friend Sandra uh, Valls and uh, Jilly... Uh, 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 oh, Jillie, Jill, what's Jill's, Jill Michelle J- Malan. Yeah, Jill Michelle Malin came by with her dog. You know, she's become, Jack. Yeah, she's become a, a woman with a dog. Now I say, that's really scary because once you hit a certain age, you don't want to be that woman with a dog. Is that one where the dog does not get laid? Um, oh my god! I you don't
1: I can see be that? I can, one. I can, I can, um, I'm, I can see the outrage coming.
3: Yes. Yeah, so we went into the museum, and I have to say, it was modern art. It was the worst exhibit I have ever seen. The curator should be fired. There was one red strip. I'm not kidding. And it just said, "This is, uh, this is when you don't know when to stop." And we did a video and said, "Yes, this is when you have to stop." I mean, there was some guy with a picture and it like this, and there was a guy. There was an old dirty chair. It was an old, dirty chair. It was rusted, and it had this plastic on it. So I took that chair, one of the really nicer museum chairs, and I switched it when I was looking.
1: So that's Jason Stewart um, <laughs> giving us his review of his visit to LACMA.
3: Before I get arrested for uh-huh. moving around a piece of art.
1: You are tuning in to uh, Truth Serum Live with Aida Rodriguez. Melvin Robert and Jason, Robert- Jason Stewart are in the house. And Jason's... Uh explanation of his visit is the reason why I hate gay men on Yelp. <laughs> because these are the reviews that you get when you just want to know how much the tickets are, if it's clean, if our rats are walking by, and he's like, the chair. The chair. It was just
3: ugly. It was ugly. It was just so ugly. And there was another chair made of two-by-fours Which Sandra, who's a lesbian, said that she could have made, redone it herself at her own house. And then there was just, oh, all this. It was just terrible, terrible. Old blankets and old. I looked like I was walking through someone's house. There's Hawaiian blankets. I said, oh, that's nice. All right, it's 300 million years old. Who cares? It's ugly. Get something that's attractive.
1: So that there it is. If you were thinking about going to LACMA, now you know that Jason Stewart is uh, not, uh, I'm pre- not a fan. He's not a fan. So still go anyway and let they us know, summer, they know. They,
2: they have all that the time. summer music thing at some. Yeah, level. they have some that, th- th- yeah, yeah, it's it's in nice. Latin
3: music. And yeah. I got to tell you, Uh, So Sandra Who is Latin Said that was It it had a big sign It said Latin sound And she said What did Sandra say That's Latin sound-ish Because there was not A lot of Latin there But it was interesting It was interesting People watching I really loved it We had a great day anyway And then I took my mom To see Mamma Mia Here we go again And you could actually Watch them photograph Share through a loaf Of rye bread Because it was so hard To see her face It was so blurry Oh you can
1: Lord stop Jason 15 minutes of her
3: At the end of the movie If you could Turn back time. She looked like she got one of those wigs off Hollywood Boulevard because it was not working.
2: I and like that show. Mama see that girl. That Did
3: you see the there's movie? There's Melvin. There's <laughs> Melvin showing up. Did you Melvin? see the movie? That's
1: I haven't seen. Queen. I
3: haven't seen two, but I saw, I one. saw one one. I've okay. seen the Broadway musical. One was okay. Didn't love it. Was okay. Two is like awful. Jeez. I mean, I really, I, I gotta say, it It just wasn't good at all. Wow. And, but Meryl Streep, you wait to her. She doesn't come until the,
2: the end. Do they, do they do the same songs as they do? Yes. Also, same so- music yes. as the number
3: one? And all the, what they do is Meryl said, no, I'm not doing the movie again, but I will sing a song at the end, so you're gonna have to just kill me. Because I'm going to be dead. And she starts off the movie, and she's dead, and they talk about her. So they have a younger version of her, and then they have the older versions of her at the same time. And they keep switching back and forth. So she's not
2: in it that much. right?
3: So you hear a lot of older Jewish women in the theater, my people, going, is that her younger? Is that her older? I can't tell. And then all the guys who look completely different as adults, you know, um, uh, Colin Firth, uh, the... What's his name? Swartz? No, the, the, Pierce Le- Brosnan. Steven Pierce Brosnan and the other one. I can't think Steven Weber? No, not Steven Weber. It, it should have been him. Um, but the three of them look so different. And then the, the casting director, Nina Gold, who I just love, who, who's one of the most brilliant European casting directors ever, must have been asleep that day because all three of those guys look exactly like they had the oh. same body. They're this really cute, you know, kind of swimmer build. He looks a little bit like you, but maybe not as, <laughs> not as interesting. <laughs> And they're all in the movies. You can't tell which one is which the whole time. And you hear the Jewish ladies going, Is that her? Is the younger guy? Or is that him? which one? Is that the is that the gay one or the one that she marries?
1: That who you hear speaking is Jason Stewart. He will be the person that I will continuously cut off throughout the show because we have to take these six, seven minute breaks in between. Oh, I didn't know. Jason that. will go on and on, but that is what makes me love him. He's a funny stand up comedian. He's an amazing actor. He was in Birth of a Nation. And you can check him out on social media. Social media, go to his website so you can see what he has coming up. And he is currently on Swedish Dicks with...
3: Keanu Reeves. My
1: boo, Keanu Reeves. S-
3: Stephen, uh, uh, Peter Stromar, uh, Tracy Lords. Incredible cast. If you've never seen the show, it's a really big hit uh-huh. in Sweden, the first season. And then they brought it here, and it's on Pop, which is Gate's channel. And I play... Uh, I, it's funny, because I did a show a year ago, and I totally forgot what I did on the show. Didn't I call you and tell yeah. you that? And I said, I seem like a mafiosa guy. I look a little like Frank Sinatra. I talk like this, and I'm walking around. And I, yeah, bada-bing, bada-boom. I Thank you, babe, for getting me out of there. <laughs> I'm pretty funny in it, yeah.
1: If you do say so yourself, right? I didn't expect
3: it. I I thought that I was probably going to be... Because I didn't understand the character. How many... Is
2: this the first season? This is second season. The second season. Second season,
3: season, which is apparently a lot more jam-packed and fun-filled.
2: All these big stars are in it. Do you film it here or do you film it overseas? Right here. We filmed
3: it here at the same studio that they filmed Mad Men at
2: oh, Margaret cool.
3: on it this season yeah, like and it. Francis uh, Fisher and a lot of other big names oh, that nice. I can't
1: remember nice so if you want to check Jason out currently he's on Swedish Dicks on Pop episode or, 3 but you could, episode 3 also it's on iTunes uh, on right. Apple yeah. TV you can check it out that's awesome um all right, so let's talk about Chicago this weekend. Chicago was in the headlines; it was trending for several reasons. So, is it Lollapalooza was in Chicago? Gucci Mane was there the weekend. We actually caught the weekends uh, on the live telecast, which was amazing. Had a great show, and it was jam packed. Then on the other side of the city, sixty-six people. How many people were shot? How much was it?
3: Oh my god!
1: Seventy shot. Seventy shot. Eleven killed. In a seven-hour period. And all of this stuff was happening at the, during Lollapalooza in Chicago. And so Chicago has been trending for both reasons. Mm. I know somebody said, I don't know if, uh, I, I, I don't want to sound, I don't want to quote where I heard it, but I heard someone say today on television, let's make Chicago safe again. And um, one of the, one of the things I was thinking about is that those numbers are a little, they sound odd. 70-something people shot, 11 killed. And it's like, uh, were they shooting with BB guns? Like, I mean, what was going on? And I'm not trying to be insensitive to people. I think it's
3: real important to know where we get what we get these days because th- this is the thing now. If somebody says something happened to me, I say, where did you read it? Who wrote it? And I look at because things seem to be all you know, all over the map these days. I mean, what well, all I got to say is it's it's you, you saw little gay bookends here. We were like so sad. <laughs> we had this terribly sad look on our face. Just mm-hmm. the and none of these are related. I'm assuming from what you're saying. No,
1: but I mean, it splits the police because if the police is guarding Lollapalooza, and making sure that those people are safe because they had so many people out there uh-huh, at the concert, then what, what's going on with the people on the south side? The people who, you know, are in danger because everybody mm-hmm. in Chicago who's in the lower end communities or in the inner city, they not they're not all criminals and they don't all have guns. Um, you know, despite what a lot of people may believe or try to, you know, push out there. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just trying to make it. They just can't afford to live in a different neighborhood, so they have to be there, and those people have the right to be protected. So, um, anyway, Melvin, what you got to say about this? I mean,
2: I'm tired of hearing about uh, shootings, Um, you know, mass shootings like this. I think we, you know, my go-to whenever I hear something like this is, you know, I think guns are too easily accessible to people. I think that we need to really look at and drill down on mental health in this country. And I mean, that's like where my brain always goes to, it always goes to, to that. And it's just way too easy to get a gun. Yeah. And, and I feel like there's always I feel like there's not, we've not really made much progress in this like arena. These things keep happening. Everybody gets all fired up. There might be a protest. There might be people posting on social media, right? But, like, what's really the outcome? Like, what's really being done, you know, so to what progress did, or move it, for, you know, action, I guess, or some sort of a tangible outcome? Nothing. Well, so I'll read
1: a tweet. Sorry. Oh, I'll read okay. a tweet from Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> our favorite, um, sometimes. Sometimes. Sixty-three murders this weekend in Rahm Emanuel, Chicago. His legacy, more murders in his city than ever before. See, that's, that's already because annoying. Of, that's already annoying. I know, but wait, let me finish. It's only because of Democrat brainwashing that he has even had a chance, that he has even a chance of remaining. Support police professional. I'm not repeating the name. But that that's a problem when they politicize this stuff. Mm-hmm. And here we go again. The de- it's the Democrats' mm-hmm. fault. The Republicans don't care. And the reality of it is is that both political parties, um, you know, take advantage and manipulate and, you know, perpetuate the things that happen to minorities because it is of profit for both political parties. So when Giuliani says that, I want to say, well, what did you do? Uh-huh. What, are you, what, what are you doing to lower the crime rate? No, first going to thing say I just
3: first thing I would never repeat anything he ever said ever again, because uh, he, to me, is 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 somebody that seems it's it's always political, and he will say one thing in one part of the afternoon and another thing in another. I think I should just not let him on talk shows anymore. Uh, it says here at WLS TV an hour ago. I, th- I believe that's a local in Chicago that sixty six were shot and twelve were fel- f- fatally uh, wounded. And then it says uh, here in Chicago on CNN, it says 66 people were shot, including 12 who died. So God bless them, the people that died. Uh, You know, as a white Jewish gay man, you know, who hasn't lived in that area, I don't have a lot of an opinion because I can't say. That's the one thing I've really gotten as I've got older. It's not for me to have an opinion on why something's happened to somebody else because it's not my story. Um, I think it's important to to see what we can do to support and build people up and find out why there's such a desperate nature in these in t- in these in these places and see what we can do to help that rather than blaming other people. That's yeah. what's really important to me.
1: That's a very good point. That's Jason Stewart, Melvin Robert, are in the house with uh, with me. This is Truth Serum with Ida. If you are listening and you have something to say, you have a truth you want to share about what we're talking about, you can call us, 310-986-6610. Um, Jeff Glor uh, actually tweeted... Um, the top ten cities with the highest rates. Is that of, Jeff
2: Lohr from C B S? Yes. Yeah.
1: From um of, of homicides and Chicago is number one with six hundred and fifty. Baltimore three eighteen. Philadelphia three sixteen. New York two ninety two and Los Angeles two hundred and eighty two. So see like
2: I guess it it's it. Numbers per what? what
1: Those are that? the ho- total of homicides last year.
2: So that's and th- all. Oh yeah. my God! So it's like, so what are we? And so my thing is, you, I hear that, and it, and it like, oh my God, lights a fire because I'm like, so what are we gonna do? Exactly. President of the United States is too busy tweeting disparaging remarks about Don Lemon and and LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. Well, that's so it's is stupid. That. Like that, that's like, and this is the person who's, and, and I know everybody said it to the point of nausea. So it's like even dumb to even, you know, articulate this again about Trump. But, you know, these are real things that are going on in this country right now that when are we going to get to the root of truly like what's going on and figure out what is the impetus of this? Like, what's the root cause? Why is it? Yeah, these are these are, you know, lower, you know, areas that have a lot of crime areas that have a lot of g- gang violence. But why? And like, what are we going to do about that? And where where's the systematic? You know, you know, the, the whole root structure. of gangs
3: are what to, I'm to understand from talking to people and learning as much as I can is the idea of gangs is the idea of family. And if somebody is in a gang, it's because they don't have a family that they feel that, they, that can support them into going to the next place where they have to go. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the first thing I've learned. And the yeah. second thing that I've learned also is when, you, we were, when I was doing my reading about people coming from uh, South America and people – uh, why, why would they travel so long to come here? Because they didn't want their kids being put into gangs, because they didn't want their daughter. I heard one woman speak on television. That's why I can repeat it. One woman spoke and said, I don't want my daughter because this guy who is a gang leader said, I want her to be my, him, my daughter to be his girlfriend, and we have no choice. Right. And, and And then if she, we have no choice, then she gets raped.
1: Yeah, that's and, what and, happens. And, or will murder someone. Or become or, human, they
3: get or, human trafficked. Or will mur- we'll murder your other son. And she yeah. doesn't want her eight-year-old son, she said, to be brought into this. And I think it's really important that we understand that not everybody comes to this planet with the same information, with the same amount of stuff, that's right. the same amount of things, with the same amount of somebody. There's a play called Orphans. And in the, in the play, the, uh, it's about these two kids that are orphans and this man who helps take care of them. And he says, sometimes you just need a little squeeze on your shoulder. And yeah. I remember that always, and it always touched me so deeply. And it's a metaphoric thing that the idea that we need that there's a lot of children that don't get that squeeze and don't feel a part of anything. And I know that growing
1: up. Being and different. I'm going to give you a little squeeze on the shoulder because we got to take a break. Good. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we, will, when we come back, I'm coming back with Jason Stewart and Melvin Robert. This is Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, and we're talking about Chicago. Call us, 310 986 6610. The
5: game's fucked up, niggas' beats is banging, nigga, your hooks did it. The lyric pinning equal to Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. At the mercy of a game where the codes is missing. When the CEO's blinded by the glow, is different. Believe in myself in the codes and Kendricks. Let the sock puppets play in their roles and gimmick shit. Remember Will Smith won the first Grammy? And they ain't even recognized Hov until Annie... So I don't tap dance for the crackers and sing mammy cause I'm pulled to juggle these flows and nose candy. Yeah Ferrari my 40th blew the candles out. Tom Brady you niggas. I had to scramble out They be riding these waves. I pulled my sandals out had they latin' my Grammy. I went the Spanish route Oh now it's okay to kill baby niggas looked at me crazy like I really killed the baby Salute Ross cause the message was pure. He see what I see when you see Wayne on tour flash without the fire Another multi-platinum rapper trapped and can't retire Niggas get exposed, I see the cracks and I'm the liar Shit, I've been exposed, I took the crack and built the wire Now who do you admire? Your rap songs is all trying my patience Them prices ain't real without inflation I done flew it, I done grew it Been a conduit More your nine bags on my bitches, I done blew it See through it, neck E glue it. I blonde Espanola, eat to it. Let Steven talk streaming and Shazam numbers. I'll ensure that you get in every gram from us. Let's cram numbers. Easily, the only rapper sold more dope than me was Easy E. How could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs? But let us all play along. We all know what niggas for real been waiting on.
4: Push.
1: And we are back with Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. Jason Stewart is visiting. Melvin Robert is here. Uh, I don't. we're going to talk about the name of the album because we're not going to stop until we find out the name, figure out what the name of Melvin's album is going to be. But right now, <laughs> uh, we're moving on to the next topic of the day. Apple, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify removed content by InfoWars' Info Alex Jones. Apple announced that it removed the library for five InfoWars podcasts from iTunes, Facebook, Spotify, and YouTube quickly followed suit by taking down pages and podcasts Citing repeated content and community violations, I know who
3: this guy is. Now, oh my God!
1: So yeah, so Apple took action—better um, late than never—because a lot of people were tweeting, like this guy has been. So so let's just let's just give you a little bit of context about Alex Jones. Just in the last couple of weeks, Alex Jones is the guy that said that the Sandy Hook victims were uh, crisis actors; that those children did not get murdered for real. And the there were uh, parents who sued him because they they were harassed so much by these people who are fanatics and go around harassing uh, victims of these you know mass murders, saying that they are crisis victims and they're not real. This family moved six times, avoiding those people because they were being harassed, and they sued Alex Jones, and he counter sued them for their his legal uh, fees. So that's who Alex Jones is. Alex Jones says that the children of Sandy Hook weren't real, that the kids, uh, the people in, in Pulse, that that wasn't real. Uh, the people in Texas weren't real. The, the the victims are not real, that they're crisis actors. In addition to a lot of conspiracy theories, because that's what he, that's what he does, he's the guy that looks like his head is going to explode every time he gets emotional on his show.
3: He's been doing this for years and years and years and years. But he's
1: very popular now.
3: I... I so what is your so? let me just ask you thing. So what is your idea about people like him? For me, it would be never to talk about him or give him any airspace again because I think this guy is negative, and he's just – I think that the news loves this kind of stuff. We talk about it all day long. What we really should be talking about is that our whole country right now is under attack through a cyber war through Russia and through China and other places, that, and, and our our people that are in charge have said that, not just one group, but, but, but all of them. I'm so dumb, I don't know which – how many there are, but that's what's... And then this guy gets on the news, and we were talking during the break, and you mm-hmm. were saying, you know, that these people, Melania, went out and talked about this against her husband, and I'm, I am thinking, maybe I'm too crazy, but I'm thinking that they have a discussion and say, Melania, you have to say something to throw it off, so this way, you know, the, the, changes the whole news day, and we don't talk about this, because there are people that only read, you know, captions, and I'm one of them sometimes, and I'm sure you are too, we all swipe our phone in the morning i just took it off my phone the cnn thing oh yeah because i don't want to every morning for three things to come up oh kim kardashian wore a new dress and you know kanye went nuts and you know this and trump did this i don't i don't want to just read headlines because i think it makes us ignorant
1: that's jason stewart with his take on the alex jones story Uh, melvin what say you
2: well i mean you know uh Listening to this, I mean, I, I, one of the things that was noted about this was that this was the it was the largest. Um, I just want to get this right because I was just uh, well, it was the largest, um, the largest enforcement action um, intended to curb conspir- conspirational news content by a technology company to date. And I mean, look, you had when the whole presidential campaign was a campaign that was based on you know fear and inciting fear within people right and so now as all the things that you mentioned the the russia hack i mean there's so much stuff fear there now this guy fear i mean i think there's so much fear mongering Mm -hmm. in the world um and i think that i don't know i mean there's a part of me that agrees that I mean, to, to talk about him, I feel like he wants this. Oh, my God. God. You know what I mean? Like, He's going, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's so it falls right. It's so congruent with his whole ideology of, of, of everything, just a conspiracy theory and getting this rhetoric out there. And I think that he would just be so happy that we're even sitting here talking about him. But people like this, honestly, they scare me. Yeah. People like this scam yeah, because it's, I think, it's Hitler-esque. Because I, it's about yeah, it's about
1: dictatorship.
3: Yes, it's a, it's well, he's a us.
1: he's a character actor. He's a self <laughs> he's a no, self-professed. I, I agree, yeah. He says that he's a character actor when he's when they call when they take him to task and say to be accountable for the things that he says. He says, "Look, I'm a character actor. If these people are following me, that's on them because that's what I do." My my, uh, I understand your point and I respect it, but I also think that. Some there's so much news that's negative that's being um that, that gets put out daily showing things like people who do stuff like this getting away with it that I think it's important to give Calling people out? No, and to give people some you know, some positive news and saying you can't just say whatever you wanna say on the internet, even if it is YouTube or whatever, because you will be held accountable. They are trying to figure out ways to, uh, you know, to put this into legislation where you can't go into a theater, a crowded theater and yell out fire and this is the digital equivalent to that because when Alex Jones says inflammatory things, he incites people to go out and take action on the things that he's saying. If he was just saying that all day long and, and people were just listening and tuning in but everybody was minding their business and not messing with other people, then it'd be fine. But if you have a family that is moving all around the country because people are threatening to harm them for making making up a lie about their child who actually got murdered, there mm. there has to be some accountability. And I think that people need to know about these stories because they need to know that you will be held accountable if you go on these digital mediums and say whatever you want to say.
2: And it wasn't, look, I will tell you on that point, it was very endearing to me to hear that Apple, Facebook, YouTube, yeah. and Spotify took that type of action. What's this? I same, mean, I was like, wait, finger. I was like, oh man, I made me just so on fire that that companies that big would take that type of an action.
1: It was it was one action. It was uh, it wasn't all at the same time. What it was was what they said. How they explained it was it uh, it is. Um, I think it was not YouTube. It was. Apple, uh, no, I think it was YouTube who took the action and all of those other people had had to follow suit because they were putting it out on those So
3: what you're saying, and I want to make this clear so people understand because people have a fight against this, that it's free speech. So, you know, Ida has the right to say something that I don't like, but I have the right to go, hey, I'm not shopping at her store anymore if she says that. And I have the right to say, hey, I don't want your stuff in my store.
1: Yeah, but I also, I do have the right to say what I want, but I can't, whatever I say cannot infringe upon your freedom, your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Like, I, and and I sound like a... No, I But but what I can't, I cannot say whatever I want if it's going to infringe upon the rights of another. And I think that that is where... Why people are taking action, because the things that he's saying is a call to action mm-hmm. to people who are extremists, because we got a lot of extremists in this country that are taking action um, upon innocent victims because they are his victims. He is taken to the task to say that these people are whatever he's saying, and a lot of people believe him. And because of that, they are going out and taking action. Can they hear him? Okay. So you got to say it into the mic because then when people turn the mic over because then they hear the little thing in the background. But, uh, no, but you got to make that point because if you want us to address it, then you got to make it into the mic. But anyway, so and everything becomes about the Democrats and the Republicans. Every single you can make a like you 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 can post about these headphones, and at the end of the Mm -hmm, post, mm -hmm. people will be arguing about how right wingers don't like these these headphones because these headphones promote (laughs) homosexuality, and then it'll be like the liberals. It was just like it was just like
3: uh, uh, Reverend Phelps who I, I just sort of played a Reverend Phelps-ish character. Uh, Lena Waite in common uh, created these uh, five uh, short films for f- five new directors, and I was lucky enough to get in this film called The Line that was um, directed. And, and
1: one thing you need to know about Jason Stewart is that throughout the show, he will um, he will pop his collar on us about all the projects that he's booked. So he's going to drop every single one all right. of them. You know, <laughs> you,
3: and you know Lena why, You know why I do that? Because, honestly, because I feel grateful and I feel lucky that these people were kind enough to hire me. And I, 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 I take it, I take it as a, you know, and it's important because it, not everything gets out the way. You're it a great
1: it. actor. Don't you dare cry on this show. I'm not going to cry. Okay.
3: Um, you made me cry. Um, so the, uh, this film that uh, uh, Melissa... Uh, Oh, God. R E S C H.
1: The person struggling with the name of the person he's so grateful for is Jason Stewart Stewart. (laughs) talking about a new project that he did. Isn't
3: she just like, (laughs) she's looking for a thread and she's going to pull it and then run around the block? She doesn't do this to the other gay guy. It's (laughs) just. For some reason, she likes him better than me. He can just stumble and do whatever he wants because he's prettier than I am.
1: Um, <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. So, uh,
3: so I was lucky enough to play this Fred Phelps' s character. And if anybody doesn't know who Fred Phelps is, and I did a lot of research, and man, Fred Phelps was the first person who uh, who uh, picketed me in 1994 when I headlined um, Sanford's Comedy House, wow. and they had these signs that called uh, fags. Uh, was it fags must die? Uh, dot com
2: out in front of the,
3: the oh yeah it was club? right in front of the club and he sent a fax to the club I'll never forget it it was on that Rolling Paper and it said filthy dirty sodomite Jason Stewart and I thought it was funny first and then I got then I walked through the the crowd and my my you know my throat was like sure. all of a sudden I got that dryness in my throat and I was really yeah. scared and you know thinking that God is someone going to beat me up is someone going to physically hurt me because if you're a gay guy that's always in the back of your mind if you grow up you know in my in my day and maybe even now, I don't know. But you always have that in the back of your mind. And he, uh, he, start, he was starting that in his in – his, and there's a lot of offshoots of this, this group. Out of, it's out of Tennessee, Tallahassee, Tennessee. And uh, that's what this guy reminds me of is that guy where he would just literally make things up to attach that somebody was connected to something that had to do with – like in the military, they let don't ask, don't tell. So he assumed that everybody in the military had AIDS. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like crazy – Crazy stuff. Like the,
2: yeah, broad generalizations. Wow, I'm so moved by that story about the picketing you. you oh, know, yeah. And sending a fax. And I'll
3: give you the end. When I walked into the club and mm. I uh, went on, uh, the whole audience stood up before I said a word. And that really mm. just completely changed me mm. wow. as a person. Because, you know, I'm, I'm a Jewish guy who grew up in Los Angeles, gay, big cities. I didn't go any, I was, you know, I'd, I didn't know anything about the, mi- the middle of the country. I didn't, I was ignorant totally didn't know how they, so I was scared of these people and I realized there's a lot of incredible people that live all over the country the yeah. the, the country is all zigzag there's great places everywhere and, and there
1: are a lot of racist people who live in Southern California exactly. and a lot of homophobic yeah. people that yeah. live here we have and, them too
3: yeah but 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 I will say that I've got to say right now I get on my knees every day it's part of my prayers say thank God I live in California. Because I love our free to be you and me latte sipping. That's what you get on Liberal. your knees for oh, now. Yes, oh wow. yes, well, I, you know,
1: progress.
3: Well, you don't know what's going on with my little boy, so
1: don't say little boy. Oh, not little boy. Oh, okay, might. all right, Nambler. No, don't you say that no. shit on this show. I don't want my, that kind of. He's podcast. in his forties. Okay. He's not a little boy.
3: <laughs> but you know, my 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 boy, sort of, well, whatever it is. I, I, you're talking your about. Well, there is no boo anymore. We're
1: going to do some gay talk in a little bit. We're going to take there a quick no break. <laughs> uh, Jason Stewart and Melvin Can you Nova just go Robert? down to
3: the worst thing and pull We're, a thread? That ah. is
1: not. Why is gay talk bad? That's no, good. little boy.
3: I mean, I, it's you terrible. You said it. I never
1: said that, but I, I, that's you where you go. He, he's, he's just, I have to de- everybody I have <laughs> to defend it just in case because people don't know. All right, well, that was a mistake. Especially when there's a TED Talk out right now trying to legitimize pedophilia as a sexual orientation. I I, I, Did you see that? No. Yes. What? And it's millions of millions okay, of Okay, he's yours. 46. <laughs> anyway. But
3: it's a gay, gay guys are boys, lesbians are women. We, it's a thing we call each other boys. Okay. We do that.
1: but I'm glad people, do, I want people to know that that's okay. not what you were talking about, you're all. a really good friend of not mine, and I love you, and I don't want to have to stop Thank acting you, so. like I don't know you, because you <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do a little segment called Gay Talk, which is, I know it sounds real, 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 like, uh, rude to say that but i want to i'm gonna have a real gay conversation with melvin and jason and i'm gonna learn some things so i can go out into the world being more informed about gay talk all right we'll be right back Three one zero nine eight six 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 one zero. this is truth serum with aida rodriguez
0: Heard me Leave my text message on read And every time I ask to see you, you say you going to bed Every time I hit you with the good morning, you say you working Now you in my living room, it's twerking That's crazy You wear that bodysuit, I know you're trying to tease me I put on that tiller, she'd rather fuck me to Wheezy I remember when your money was young And you stripped all week just to get the tan easy Back when lame niggas hit you with the one-liners All sounding the same, like future and designer Now that's my vagina She told me to shh, in the Chanel store
6: oh, Round after round to decision. Say you wanna show me what I'm missing. All the lights low, but we lit up. I don't let you down if you get up. Like you got a man, but you fed up. You want up. me to say your name, but huh? you know when we get together. Cool.
1: back with truth serum i'm explaining to jason why i have to use my headphones on my show um, we're coming back this is truth serum with aida rodriguez jason stewart and melvin robert are in the house jason there's a clarification that needs to be made about that so alex this Jones-storm. guy uh
3: this guy alex jones. alex jones was the reason he got in trouble was because the reason apple and all these other uh platforms dropped him was because that he was he was inciting apparently a a war with all these Sandy Hook parents a civil war with them by basically lying
1: he said that that it was a ploy from the democrats to start uh, right, a I'm civil war right sorry you're war. right ploy from the democrats thank yeah. you and then and that's uh that was considered hate speech and then all the other platforms uh, followed suit cuz they agreed with i her. just
3: say one thing how can you take these poor parents whose children were murdered ...in this brutal way and do this and and walk around the streets as a human being. Mm -hmm. To me, there's, you know, I think the best thing we can do is to never speak about him and to erase him from any public platform. And if that's the way you do this in your life is by turning the channel, not listening. I was at a party once that Rush, somebody was uh, telling me that they had met Rush Limbaugh at a party and that he was the sweetest, nicest, kindest, just the most generous, charming man. And Mm -hmm. if you didn't know who he was, you wouldn't have known this. And he sort of wink, wink to this woman that he was talking to, and said, "No, that's just my show. It's not real." Uh-huh. So he gets that he's this.
1: Yeah, but the people who listen to him and Don't the people who believe him, no, no, and that is why it's problematic. And that's
3: it's not, it's worse than trauma. It's frightening.
2: And with Alex Jones, you know, as we're as we're talking about, there was a buildup, you know, um, over time. You know, because one of the things that the press outlets are, are citing is that you know there were there were these repeated violations. Of policies against against hate speech and and glorifying violence, and of course Infowars responded by accusing the companies of censorship, and you know the, the Spotify you know expanded um, a ban imposed last week on some of Jones's content, saying on Monday that you know that his show had lost access on Spotify um, app on Sunday, Apple and iTunes deleted five podcasts related to Infowars and Jones, um, and then Apple re- quote was quoted saying Apple does not tolerate hate speech. We believe in representing a wide range of views so long as people are respectful to those with differing opinions. So, you know, YouTube and Facebook have previously warned him um, that they were accumulating strikes, quote unquote, you know, by violating the services community standards. So, you know, this was an ongoing uh, right. ongoing thing. It was not just like in this moment. This was, you but know, you it and all of a sudden he was gone. There was buildup to getting to this point we
3: keep talking about it but i saw him on some talk show and i i I don't know who was interviewing him it was somebody who i remember in my mind who was uh, an intelligent person and asked him these things and he had no answers for why he's doing this he just said well it could happen it would maybe and he and he backed down a little because he realized that he was talking to someone with of intelligence you know and uh Going back to the Don Lemon thing, it's really interesting that he's beating up on a black gay guy to me and trying to find the people that...
1: It was is two black he guys. He says
2: a lot. Look, he comes out and says, because I was just he's, having this conversation the time, it's with... It's not the
3: first time he's called uh, Don Lemon this, because Don Lemon quoted it on one of his shows yeah, once.
2: Well, my mom and dad were talking about this you know, um, over the weekend, that oftentimes when, when he's coming in, he he says crazy stuff about... Many people, right? But a lot of times, it's about black folks, right? Maxine, he just was talking about Maxine Waters in his right. and her low IQ. LeBron James, Don Lemon, um, who else? It's just uh, about he, everyone. He, uh, yeah, yeah. But he, he finds he, a little name for him, like like, well, a, kid, the like groups, a bully. All the a people that belong
1: to the groups, the marginalized groups that he feels his yes. base hates. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's, on, this, is it's on yeah, this is calculated. Oh, yeah, this
3: is calculated. So you're tuning
1: into Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. That's Jason Stewart that you hear talking, and Melvin Robert. Um, We're going to move on. We're not going to keep giving glory to Alex Jones or Donald Trump because we already covered that story, and now we're moving on. We're going to do a little segment called Gay Talk, but before we do that, we're going to talk about Serena Williams. Oh, what'd she do? uh, She attributed, or her her loss has been attributed to postpartum emotions, and uh, people are split on that because— um, some people are calling it an excuse, but those of us who have had children and know that postpartum syndrome is real, uh, she's a modern day. She's a she's a hero. She's a fucking superhero. I could not imagine after having a child within that time going
2: out and. Um, Did she lose something? Yeah, uh, she was. <laughs> I don't know sports. So, she just pulled out of a, a tournament, and she cited personal reasons as to why she withdrew from from a from a competition. Well, a Pina, when you and get today to, when you get, pump to pump.
3: when you get to her level, I, I don't even know sports really well, but anybody who gets to that high of a level, the only person you're really competing with is yourself at this point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to just go, okay, I need to back off a little. You know, you've accomplished so much. Isn't she one of the most uh, I mean,
2: celebrated athletes ever? And yeah. I applaud I mean, I think I applaud her so much for giving herself the permission to say, I need to take a step back. This is... She just have a baby? You know, yeah. Oh. And I'm
1: a Serena Williams fan oh, yeah. and supporter. Yeah, and at the too. same time, I'm also a supporter of women. And I don't want to take away from the victory of the per- of the person who actually beat her because that's her victory as well. And not to say that Serena is not one of the greatest athletes in, in the world because she really is, but big, big ups to the people who have to face you know who have to face that giant and you're not always a-
3: just as good as your last set mm-hmm. right. and as comedians say we always say that all the time and I've said that to you I don't know how many times right. that you you are not just as good as your last set you have a whole bunch of other things you have a whole career behind and you've told me that many times when you've pepped me up you know we have a whole career behind us you know you're not just as good as not getting that one job that one set that didn't go as well Mm -hmm. it's very difficult people don't realize that you look at the really big big stars and some of them i believe that it really stopped their careers from getting better yeah i mean i can pinpoint different actors and i can say god when this happened you see it trailed off a little so name a few Honestly, yeah, I'd say Barbara Streisand when she did uh, a, a Star Is Born, she stopped doing movie because movies every year she she would do three four years and it's because of what was written about her. All of a sudden, they wrote it was so brutalized the director of the film um, who's since passed away uh, um, I forgot his name. He wrote Dog Day Afternoon. Um, he wrote this terrible. He was interviewed for this terrible piece in this magazine called New West Magazine, and I think about her and John uh, Peters. And I and I think if she were not a woman, you know, it wouldn't have been that at right. that time. It was the '70s, and it really stopped. It really thwarted her career in a way.
1: Well, I appreciate that, guys. For those of you who don't know who Barbara Streisand is, <laughs> I want you to Google her.
3: How could? And could know, wait, uh, you, mean, you think people don't out there don't know who Barbara Streisand? Oh
1: is? yeah, I think. A, do you know who Barbara Streisand is? Why. Are you gay or straight? How do you know
3: who? He's straight, and he knows. Geez. Your yeah, mom gay?
1: likes Barbara Streisand?
3: She's an icon. Oh, my Figure. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get out. She does? Yeah, she yeah. Get she's out. A, she's a singer, yeah. too. She's a singer, too. Yeah, just a little. Just a little. I get, right now, I swear to God, I'm going to snap. Um, Barbara... Sorry, just,
1: uh, this is gay talk, guys. This yes. is gay talk. Well, we, uh, Barbara
3: Streisand we... is the Lady Gaga of her time.
1: Look, he a... said that Barbara Streisand. I just can't believe that, it. My mom gave a me a Barbara Streisand a CD how old, for
2: Christmas. <laughs> He's I'm, 23. I was using... like, Barbara Streisand sings Stephen Time. I wore that CD. out. My mom gave me that for Christmas, like two, uh, three years that's ago. That's going to be the title
1: of this episode. Is going to be Barbara Streisand is the Lady Gaga. <laughs> of what?
3: Of, of her time. Of her time. Yeah. So, she uh, was.
1: so you brought us right into gay talk because you brought on you brought on Barb, and Barb is big for the gay community. Well, I gotta say,
3: let, let me explain to those listening at home. Uh, Beyonce has basically uh, used Barbara Streisand's game plan for her own career.
1: How's that? Because you know, you better say you better you better come with it because that behind will slander. Number one in in recording.
3: Okay. Same thing. Same thing. Barbra Streisand has probably had a new album out every two or three years. For the last, since she's been with Columbia Records since 1960. Okay. And she has never left. And she's had new recordings uh, probably every three years or combinations or
1: things. If you're tuning in right now, this is Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. Jason Stewart is in the house. Melvin Robert is in the house. We're about to do a segment called Gay Talk. And we kicked it off with Barb. Not Barb from Stranger Things, because that's who you guys know. But Barbara Streisand. Who Barbara is the, Barbara sand. Streisand. Like sand on the beach. The Beyonce. She's the Beyonce of of her time. And uh Jason is explaining to us how that uh, well, how she's talked about it.
3: She's talked about it. Okay. She said that she produced. She was one of the first women to produce her own movies. Mm-hmm. She was the first woman Yentel to produce direct star mm-hmm. and act in her own film. That's what uh Beyonce has done with with her videos. Mm-hmm. She's done it in a more modern way certainly because it's it's a lot different. So
1: what what Barbara, Barbara Streisand album is Lemonade? Which one?
3: Oh god. What's There's her so lemonade? many. I mean it's just I would say guilty, "Guilty" was one of her biggest albums in the seventies. And you have
1: nothing to be guilty
3: of. Yeah, but she. Was, so the only difference is, is Beyonce writes her own songs, right? Doesn't she? Barbara did. not write. She worked well,
1: but Beyonce works with uh, a lot of writers. And, oh, okay. Yeah. So
3: Strazan, I would say "Evergreen" was probably from all oh, the songs from the Stars. Born, she wrote a couple. She wrote that song. Uh-huh. She won the odds. She was the only uh, woman who's a singer, I think. That actually won an Oscar for writing her own. She was one of the first. She, she won in 1976, I think she won it.
1: So who, who's your Barbara Streisand for uh, as a gate? Well, it was funny because you just said your mom gave you a Barbara Streisand CD three years ago, <laughs>
2: three four years ago. The Santa it was like her doing Santa music. It was. The, it's the Broadway album. Oh, it was. Yes, yeah, it was so good. It was Broadway. an album that no one wanted her to do.
3: There's even a song at the beginning where she talks about. She
2: does like send in the Clowns. Oh. She does. I mean, I just. I'm such her a musical voice theater then, guy. But yeah. Her voice
3: then was so. Okay. Her
2: voice then, it, you know, it's like God. It's I was like, like wow, my mom. That was like because I, I think I might have just come out to my mom and dad. And I, maybe it was around that time, and my mom like gives me like maybe it was longer than three, four years ago. Anyway, she I remember for Christmas. I think it was like oh, okay, now that you're out, we're j- I'm just gonna you know I think we we all knew since uh-huh. she said okay, I'm giving you Barbra Streisand CDs for Christmas. Right. I'm giving you Kiehl's products for your face. That's like, my, my mom. Like I feel like my parents were awesome when I came out. Nice. But yeah. Oh yeah. Great. But I just feel like you know it was like okay, we're gonna we're gonna do that now. Now that you're good, you told us like I'm gonna I'm gonna you know. So what what is it?
1: About those artists like Lady Gaga, Barbara Streisand. I know Lady Gaga, I get because Lady Gaga directly spoke to gay people. She actually uh, monsters was that some, a lot. She called oh, honey, them honey Let's break it down, okay? So what let's, is it let's about break Barbara? It. Let's break it down. No, let's go back to the beginning. So Jason Stewart is the first. We're going to start down.
3: with Judy Garland, okay? Whoa. So Judy Garland was Dorothy, the f- Dor- Dorothy, and the Wizard of Oz, which is probably the iconic. Um, there are people who don't know who she is, Dorothy the Wizard of Oz, and also the first a Star is Born. Now the fourth one is coming out mm-hmm. with Lady
2: Gaga and
3: and uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, and I think I slept with Bradley Cooper. I don't know; it's so no long ago, I can't remember. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But I think it okay. um, Bradley Cooper, Jason, no, whatever no, Jason Stewart says no. on this no, show true. is it's not Trump kidding. Um,
1: <laughs> only expressed by Jason Stewart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so
3: the first was Judy Garland. Judy Garland spoke to a group of people that felt isolated and she was isolated and when she died of a drug overdose in 1969 okay. people were so upset because her concerts were filled with gay she was the first person to really be filled she with she gay She died prison. of a, what kind of overdose? She uh drugs drugs no, and I know, alcohol. But what drugs? drugs and alcohol and in, in, in the bathroom. Oh so she
1: know. found the yellow brick road.
3: Well supposedly.
1: Okay too soon?
3: Well 69 it's like <laughs> 50 years hard. ago. Damn, but that but that, tough if, anybody, room. if anybody knows gay history <laughs> Uh, the, gay the, history the, guys Gay the, the, history The bars in New York People would go into the bars in, <laughs> and People would go into the bars in New York And they would arrest people for dancing together
1: So oh, one, the, on the
3: day that Judy Garland died Supposedly the, the the story goes They would
1: arrest people of the same sex Dancing, dancing
3: together. together So what would happen is is A red light would come on that The cops were coming And then I'd be dancing with uh, Melvin And then mm-hmm. we'd switch And you and I would start to dance together okay. And lesbians and gay people knew to do that And uh, in 1969 Everybody was so upset the day that Judy Garland passed away that she Aww. that she died that when they came to do that people got so upset it was it was the uh, dykes on, the dykes and the drag queens that fought back because mm-hmm. they they couldn't hide the women yeah the women the guys well drag queens are the drags yes, they belong to us I Love. guess so but they fought back and that was the beginning of that and then after that of course then there was a, um, uh, after it was was Barbara and then there would be there would be no bed if there was no Barbara. Barbara Bett Cher, Diana Ross. Um, I know because gay to people Diana, love look, Diana Ross. Let me Ross tell you too. about that. I'm I mean, so shit, mad. Wait. I went to Diana Ross's
2: concert at the Hollywood Bowl, and I was so pissed. Wait, recently? Recently. She did not sing I'm, I'm coming, coming Out. out. That's like, and this that, concert that's was in anthem. June. It was It was, It was. was during Pride Month. Name, and she, she had did a couple not, drinks, and she puts oh. on those big, giant loofahs, those dresses. Oh, it looks she like, like a four, giant. She, let me tell you something. For like 72? She, like she, she looks great. Looks great. Sounded great yeah she's awesome. she, but have you got
3: she did she do this i went and saw her 5 years ago she wears these giant dresses that look like giant loofahs or those things yes. that women wash themselves with and she, it's it's this, oh oh sorry i did something
1: that's judy garland oh. she's tapping
3: it. <laughs> and she she kept, she would sing this song good morning heartache da da da, da, da. then she'd wander off and the, the backup girls would finish the Are song. Are talking
1: about
2: Miss Ross? Yeah,
3: and then she'd come back, sing another song, and wearing the same dress, except it was a different color. I, I thought I was going to die laughing. Was, I was so
2: happy, because I said, and I that's how so I want to do a show. She went for her last costume change, and, and in the middle, while she was changing, they had fireworks. And I was like, see, this is how you do it. Uh, like, that's <laughs> but she would Miss Ross. Well. But yeah. she just
3: wanders off and does, I'm done, and it doesn't
2: matter. And I love that she she takes her, her whatever bow or whatever she has, and she just... It's awesome. Drapes it, like yeah, it, and she then somebody comes royalty. to pick it up for her. I'm but am like, wasn't that's you got to Did you, you, did do you it? find that her
3: voice was the best with, with the with the ballads, I thought? Because she, yeah. she
2: sang, I love, um, it's my house and I live here. That song, I love that song. Uh-oh. my house my, my, It's my house, I love that song. She sang she, that? Oh. Yes, and she sang it on High Enough, and she sang uh, I, Upside no, Down. I, I, it sounded good. Upside it's Down? Like, upside Down. Eh. She sang it? Well, I, I think she had me. No that, That's I,
1: like part two of "I'm coming out." So I think she had no idea. That's the this gay talk. So, but she had no I'm idea. "I'm coming out" is when you came out. But you know closet. what that song
3: was for? It was for women's liberation.
1: No, I know that, but, but you didn't. guys, like, you I guys, honey, we took. I know, know that. I I know know, of
2: that. course, but you guys we hijacked it more it. than you. We needed oh. so it more than you. So let me more. ask you a question, since we're having gay talk. What was your what, um, when you came out? What was your coming out story? Oh, to who? to your to your well 25 family. years ago wait a minute wait
3: a
1: minute before you be, if you are tuning in this is truth serum with Ida Rodriguez this is a a segment of truth serum called gay talk real honest talk with my two gay boys i can call them boys because that's what gay people do they call gay men boys you're not call, you're not a pedophile and uh no i'm okay. a i'm not okay um, you called me when it's cuz i didn't ago. say i'm in a relationship with either one of you <laughs> But oh, so you can treat us
3: badly, so, you're not having sex with us. Jason
1: okay. and uh, and uh, Melvin are talking about <laughs> Diana Ross, and they they you know I'm coming out is their song because they come out the closet, and then Upside Down is the second song because that's what happens when the two gay dudes get in the room. So <laughs> Jason is about and then, to tell us. Good morning, heartache. And then Good Morning Heartache yeah. is the third song. So tell us about how you came out. The closet.
3: Oh God, I came out. Uh, I'll tell you publicly, 25 years ago on the Geraldo Show. On a uh,
1: on the show, you
3: didn't know this. What? This no. is my anniversary this year, so I've been doing press for it all year. I came out 25 years ago on the Geraldo show. I did a show called Unconventional Comedians, and there was no Rosie, there was no Elton, there was no Ellen, there was no Neil, there was no nobody. Who's Neil? Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, Neil. Patrick. And it was it was frightening, and I did it because I was so depressed. I had been I had a little part in a film called Kindergarten Cop, and it was and it didn't do anything enough for me. I played a hairdresser in it. And what all people did was make fun of me all the time. And I had I, I felt like I didn't have a voice and I felt like I didn't have any power. And I actually wanted to go to New York, change my name, talk like this, pretend I was somebody else and become a character actor. And just did this and, and, and left the business, stopped doing stand-up comedy. I was a very popular featured act. That's when you're in the middle of the yeah. show on the road. I could not get my voice as a headliner. And then all of a sudden, a year later, I got a call from um, Bud Freeman at The Improv. And he okay. said, will you do this AIDS benefit in Chicago? And I said, yes. And I did it. And I did this whole show. And I and I and half the show was improvised. And I just found my voice. And I got to talk about what, it. It was so incredibly interesting. The, the idea that I could talk about things that actually happened to me that wasn't when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That I could talk about what was happening right now. I could never do that. And you're looking at me like... I can't believe that you were ever in the closet. I was so deeply in the closet because I, I, I didn't understand. And I mm-hmm. and I give it to Leah Delaria, who really made me understand. Leah Delaria is a very well-known uh, lesbian comedian who is on the show Orange is the New Black now. And I was in the Gay Pride Parade. I had been in a TV special called Out There in Hollywood on Comedy Central. And I was sitting in a car waiting to go in the, in the gay parade. And... We were, you know, you're waiting to, for your turn to go in, and Leah screams at me, "Why didn't you come out years ago?" Mm-hmm. And I took a beat, and I went. I didn't know I could.
1: Well, I wasn't looking at you like that because, because
3: you know me, no, you've yeah, know always known you to be out.
1: But I was, I'm looking at you because I'm like, that's the most Hollywood coming out story ever. He was like, I came out on network television. Well, I did. <laughs> I was like,
4: because and if it you was didn't,
1: just, I had a, a following when I came out, and then I immediately went on. Because took, y- some I... people get beat up when they come out of the closet. You get a call from Bud Freeman. No, I
3: didn't know that. No, okay. you didn't know. And the call was before. I okay. give Bud, Bud gave me the opportunity before because a year, I, you know, I, then I went on the gay cruise to do a show. I didn't have a show about, and
1: then a cruise to tap it off. Yeah, but I didn't,
3: I didn't know, I didn't have a show about gays and the gays aren't nice once you get on a cruise. And I okay. didn't have, I didn't have a show about being gay. So I had to really work.
1: What, yeah, why are the gays not nice? Well,
3: because there's always 10 boys in the show that are just as Melvin, funny you as you are. Melvin, you rolled your eyes.
1: I want to hear you chime in on this. It's,
3: they're just as tw- funny as you are. It's like if you go to a a show with all Latin women that are, that are you're your age group, there's probably 10 women in the audience that are just as funny as you. They just can't repeat it on, sh- they're, you know, on stage. They're not
1: as funny as me. Uh, Melvin, tell, tell us why you rolled your eyes when we said the gay,
2: the gay boys are mean. <clears throat> because I think sometimes... We can be not loving and not compassionate and not. Su- I'm glad you said we supportive. Yeah, I mean I think that, uh, and I think, but I think as much as we're talking, we're having gay talk. We're talking about gay. I think that you know black folks too, minority group like men. Yeah, but there's one thing may, about gay people
3: that are different than any other more more, and it's mm, gay men. It's not lesbians. Mm, it's not transgender people. Mm, it's not Hispanic people. It's not black people. It's not Jewish people. None of those. You're never gonna go uh, to a black event, and I'm not gonna be the headliner. So you're going to go to any gay event. It will be a woman or, or uh, uh, Margaret Cho or somebody who – well, Margaret Cho is bisexual. It's wrong with Kathy Griffin or you know, Lady Gaga. Lesbians never do that. You're never going to see the lesbians have Barry Mandelow on their cruise. Bye. It's never going to happen. We're the only group that does that. You know, And I think there's a, a point where we have to – and I've gotten in trouble for this. I don't do the great – Cruises, I was told because I said this publicly, but I don't want to stand behind the skirts of a woman and have someone speak for me. And I love Diana Ross I know and you I love do. Barbara and I love Bette and Cher and God Patty LaBelle, you know, I oh, yeah. it's like a church for me. I love, her, yeah. I love them all. But I support my gay brothers first.
2: Okay. Well, and I think to that point I will it's say It's real important one because one of the things that really changed the paradigm for me in that space was uh, joining the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles. I've been doing that for five years. And it totally, and I talked about it a couple weeks ago, I mean, it totally changed my life. When I joined, I did it to do something leisurely and fun. I'd done musical theater professionally. You know, the shows would, would you know, close, and then after the shows would be over, you know, you'd befriend a lots of gay guys in the shows, and then they'd be over, and then some you keep up with, some you didn't. And so I didn't feel like my circle involved, you know, a lot of gay guys. And I was talking to one of my best friends, and and... I said, you know, I'm not meeting anybody. And she was like, well, what do you think you could do? I think she was like, you need to go find community. What, what would that look mm-hmm. like? So I Googled gay men singing. It could have gone a thousand different ways. Go-
1: Google, hey, if you're listening to the show, <laughs> Google gay men singing.
2: To, uh, go
1: gone... look up the images and then
2: um, tweet me those images. boy singing it was it the first thing that came out, right? But the gay men's chorus came out and I had friends that were playing kickball and the kick- kickball league and basketball. And I was like, I don't play sports, even though I grew up super athletic. And I joined the chorus, and I remember going the first day and thinking, like, literally, this could be like a catty, queenie, like, complete mm-hmm. mess. Like, that's what I was kind of expecting. Over, like, there's 300 guys in this group. Jesus. Yeah. And I was, but I didn't know what to 300? expect. 300? But I went, and what I got from it was the biggest, most overwhelming sense of brotherhood, compassion, mm. empathy, love. Like, I've never known in the gay community before. It has totally with transformed. With your clothes on. My, with my clothes
1: on. So we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. Totally transformed my life. When I come back, I have some questions. I have some gay questions for the guys in the Gay Talk segment. Melvin Robert is in the house. Jason Stewart is in the house. We're doing Gay Talk. Um, and then uh, we're going to come back and talk about, we're going to do some interview stuff. But I would like for you to chime in, 310-986-6610. Um, make sure that you are, uh, you know, tweeting us, using the hashtag Truth Serum. Um, if there's something you want to mention, something you want to say or contribute to the show, you can call us, 310-986-6610. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are coming back to Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. Thank you.
7: Bad companies, bad for your company. Mag in the scheme mask in case you come for me. Got the mag in the scheme mask in case you come for me. When I say I got beef, they don't want no beef When they say they got beef. They don't want to eat, if you said they want smoke, they don't want to no steam, she put a beat bad, bad, bad. had a bachelor's degree, <laughs> while selling speed, fix the face and fix the weed, not working on the self-esteem, hit a block, you know this block, link it where you at, can it drop, uh-huh. my new map location be the block, on the app, money <laughs> in Around here, ice Real. on my neck and it's froze. Santa's reindeer, Real. you got bad bitches, hella hoes. It's the same, really Bad company, little bro, you can't hang bro. here. Get, 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 getting money, so my the man. bottles keep on coming. My phone ringing, so you know the trap jumping. Then, then that, that, that nigga looking at me, he owe me some money. Hit him with the Tommy. Now that nigga crumpin'. Why, why these niggas playing games? They don't want no problems Problem with me. With my shooters got good eyes. You know right. I brought them shot as women, man, I hit a bad style, bad style. they say that someone top was missing, miss them it. niggas were opposition, hey, so I shot them bitches, dark shades, too much smoke, got the belly see the fumes, acting brand new, like I don't see it, when I do, who them folks, who want smoke, you too close, give me room, folks play it close, do the most, don't they, they? bad company, that's bad for your company, Strange. bad company, that's bad for your company, Mag, cow disease, now you in a ton of beef. Black uh-huh. mag tucked underneath my new blue dunker freeze. Flintstone, bust, damn color, Marikami. Woo. Fruity, pebble, well, Wilma, Betty, Fred, and Barney. back. bitch from out of town, I think she model, apricotomy. Risk game, lucky chummy, told my jeweler, leper, me. I'm going to come clean, I got hella B. Paranoia got me rolling on my sleeves. Okay, niggas hating cause I'm up and up the feet. Team got these on the keys all day I got so much beef, I could barely sleep Paranoia got me losing on my Z's all day Good love, mama praying on the knees all day If you still frighten when I up there I'ma squeeze
8: I'm above average Listen, man, What's up? I
7: heard you done got you a
8: dime piece, man, nah, man. One of them Beyonce nah, making nah. good types, man nah, nah, nah. Is that true, man? I just want to know. Probably not. I mean, Probably
9: shit. To be play. honest with you, man, she's a bad thing. Finding hell. Thick as fuck. Oh my god. That's my baby. Caroline, you divine. Mighty fine. Started really put Like a pro.
5: <laughs> fuck you, thought.
9: Holy shit, I'm big living It's looking like it's about time to fuck it up. Caroline, listen up. Don't wanna hear about your horoscope but what the future holds. Shut up and shut up and let's get garbage like a Tarantino movie. Don't wanna talk it out, can we fuck it out? Cause we gon' be up all night, fuck a decaf. You see, I'm a tall thug, yes, I'm a G-Rap. If you want safe sex, baby, use the knee pad. With baby. Give me kitty, kitty. <coughs> Killer, West Side, nigga. Hey. Oh God, boy, you like 98 degrees, and I'm 300, nigga. Keep your feet running. I keep, 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 when I eat these beasts. Better boy, get smart. Get don't run up in my lane, I don't want you in my lane. You a lame, get smart. Swir- Cause great scenes might be great, but I love your bloopers. And perfect for the urgent. baby. I want forever. You don't you see that I want you to be mine my... hey, That things, fight hell Think it's for my guy Damn baby Caroline, you divine Mighty fine Started really for the true, Like a pro Holy shit, I'm <laughs> lit. It's looking like it's time to fuck you up Caroline, lift up. Don't up yes. about
1: your so when gay men talk, they don't shut up. So I had to interrupt Jason's conversation so that we can come back to the show. You're tuning in to Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. Jason Stewart is in the house. Melvin Robert is in the house. And we're doing our segment <laughs> called Gay Talk. And I have some questions about, um, I, have a, I have some gay questions for my two gay panelists today. And um, and you, I know wait, it's not you have really, some questions? Some questions, yes, and, and you know, I know some of you might feel a little bit outraged by me po- uh, using this and saying gay talk. And there talking is an about actual this.
3: radio station called Gay Talk no, it's but a, a, on the air. There's a, there's I did an interview with them once. There's uh-huh. a thing called Gay Talk. It's a it's a it's a podcast on the air. I think if you guys look it up somewhere.
1: Yeah, no, no. But the reason why I'm very... uh, And when people say, oh, I have a lot of gay friends, or I'm gay friendly, which I think sometimes can be condescending when people say that with people of color. I was raised by a gay man, a Puerto Rican gay man in the hood who was murdered in a hate crime. So when I talk about these things that have to do, I do it with the intention of educating people, specifically people of my ilk that come from the places where I come from who are not very tolerant when it comes uh, to gay people. So one of the questions that I want to ask, either one of you can answer it, but both of you cannot answer it at the same time, (laughs) is uh, why is it that gay men have such a reputation for being overly promiscuous?
3: Oh, God. I don't think we're any more overly promiscuous than Listen straight. to the question. Oh, I reputation. didn't say that you are. Okay. I'm saying
1: that there's a perception that gay men are overly promiscuous. And I'll answer that first. Okay.
3: Um, because when you are raised, maybe it's my age, but most men, gay or straight, are raised to be hunters. So it is a plus. So you're never going to hear... Uh, I was Some comedian was doing something on the air the other night. You, you, you hear a the, the dad go about his son. They go, hey, that's my boy. He's got all these girls and he's getting. You're never going to hear a mom go, hey, that's my daughter. She's getting a lot of guys. She's been do, having sex. She's upstairs doing it right now. Yeah. You know, it, it's, our, it's the culture between men and women. Men are allowed to do that. We are raised to be hunters. So it, it, being a gay guy is really no difference. And if, when there's two of us, you know, hey,
2: so, okay, there's but- no rules.
3: There's nobody going, oh, my God, I have to be a good girl.
2: Melvin, yeah, because I, I was sitting here as you were talking, processing through that. Why is there that stigma? Um, I agree with some. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a male thing, and I think it's a Very. cultural thing, and how boys and men are. Tend, we can't tend say to boys. Be we raised, got, no, sorry, men. How, how you know, tend to be raised. Uh, you know that there is that. I don't know, like shoulders back, like I think. We're held to a different, um, what am I trying to say? We're held to a different set of rules. Oh, yeah. That men are, you know, and and the way that, I mean, I know the way, I mean, look, in some respects, the way I was raised, you know, um, just to kind of do, and there is like that, like, that quality of like. Go get some. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, okay. So then the, this is a, this is very interesting because I do, I, I have a personal opinion about it. I, I had a conversation with one of my gay friends who was saying he was really tired of gay men being perceived that way and i i i had to say every time you see anything that has to do with gay pride or anything that you has that has to do with events that have to do with gay people, the people you tend to see are the ones that have the shirts tied up across the middle with the booty shorts. And there are men that are there who have on khakis with polo shirts, but that's constantly what you're seeing. And that is not just the media perpetuating those images. It just happens to be- Well, it's also leather, wearing
3: leather clothes, it's also masculine hypersexuality too. But the media does the same thing with women.
1: Uh, you know, well, we're talking about gay people right now. I are not it's, talking it,
3: about us. But, but, but I do say it, it is the same concept, is that we sexualize ourselves in the same way straight men sexualize men. Okay. We sexualize other men and younger men. If you're over a certain age, uh, in our, in a, you cannot go through a gay magazine
1: mm-hmm. and
3: not see a page with a guy with his shirt off. You, I always count one page, two, one, yep. two, one, That's, two.
1: That's uh, Jason Stewart counting. You are alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truth, yeah, but
2: Rarely will you see like that. Like, when you go to Pride, I mean, to the Pride Parade or that kind of stuff, are you... Um, Me? Or just both. I'm saying... Yeah, no, no, like, no. Talk. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Are both of you... I mean, is it... Are you um, bothered or, or... I'm
1: not bothered. I'm or like, not... No, no, no. I
2: guess maybe bothered not the right word. Are you feeling certain, some type of a way, as the kids say, about I it, to use their vernacular? You know, like... I just too feel much like, skin, like or just, no, 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 no. I'm not judging it. No, yeah, what yeah. I'm
1: saying is, it's based on what you see, because uh, there's a there's this hypersexuality that you uh, associate with homosexuality, and I have to be honest about the people who I know, Jason Stewart included. You guys talk a lot about sexual stuff, and it's it, it's uh, I'm chasing this boy, and it was just a one night stand, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that about all gay men. I'm not making a generalization. I'm making a statement based upon the people who I know. Who are always? It's like my, you know, they're like my slutty girlfriends or whatever you want to call them. But when I, I hear when I anybody. hear
3: women, straight women, what mm-hmm. I hear from you, it, it, similar similar is you'll say, "Hey, uh, all these men, this guy didn't show up for me. This one didn't do this for me. I want to get married. I want women. You you want a relationship that's secure. That's right. how because that is how women are raised to get their um, self esteem is through security and feeling safe. For us, it's sex. Okay, Whether so ma- that's what I want to get Whether you're male to. Or, or female, okay. we get our, our, our self-esteem from sex. From so do being you get your self-esteem from way. sex, Melvin? From being wanted in that way.
1: No. No, because you seem prudish compared to Jason. Yeah, no, and I, mean, I spend time with both of you. I'm no, not I mean, calling uh, you a hoe. I'm, 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 not, not, I'm not promiscuous, though. No, but you're very open. You're a lot more open about sexual stuff. I Melvin mean, guess... is a little bit more closed off. He's part of a chorus group. <laughs> you know, he's all, he
3: went to dinner with his parents last <laughs> weekend. His mother Honey, gave I took mama. my mom to see Mama Mia. How I much know, more? but
1: your mom is lit, too. I've seen <laughs> your mom. Your mom is so your mom. My, mom.
3: mom. my mom's 81. She's been married four times.
2: And she wears halter tops. Like, it's not the same Not thing. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think, I don't know, I, I, I feel like everybody's different. I mean, I yeah. think gay guys, straight people, like I think that even within the gay community, there's like it's like Taste the Rainbow, right? Like there's different types of guys. There's hypersexual, there's prudish, there's mm-hmm. you know, uh, book clubs and circuit queens that are going all the time. There's, you know, guys that like to dress in drag, guys that like to wear no clothes. I mean, but I feel like but, yeah, not, but that's I, what makes it. But I feel like to. But me, I'm
3: thinking you, and I'm yeah. interrupting you. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry. No, but I'm okay. thinking you. You're the kind of gay guy. And if I'm right or wrong, you're not going to let her know all this stuff. There's a little. There's a little curtain still with you. How old are you? Can I'm, I? I'm
2: 34. I turned 35. And 19.
3: when did you come out? How long ago? Um,
2: 2007.
3: Yeah. So you're sort of. You're not as. You know, I'm just tired. It doesn't you ask me a Here, question. He's out, answer. So
1: Jason is like the. I've been out for so he, long. 25 years. Wait a minute. He is the. Angela Bassett character and waiting to exhale. He's yes. like, had enough. He's like, yes. I'm so tired of these men doing this. Right.
3: The his stuff gets burnt. I, some guy didn't show up for a date the other day to me, and I, I said, "Honey, he calls you this. I'm kind of. I said, it's 45 minutes." I said, "We're done.
1: Oh, so <laughs> that's
3: t- it. I won't take it anymore." But you, I can see you're. There are certain gay men, Ida, that are not going to tell you and be as honest with no, you. No, I know
1: I am. that. I'm not saying that. I'm not penalizing him for that. What I'm pointing out, <laughs> it's my observation that he is – his mo is completely different than yours, and when people talk about gay people like they do with most marginalized groups, is this is how gay people act, and it's not. He's so he's so private and closed off, and he talks <laughs> about no, no, no. He is. He's very private and closed off. Look at his body language. He's protecting himself. Look at you. Your dick is pointing over here. They can't not, see just, you, but it's like just that. The the chair. You ready to go? You like is this? Is not true.
3: This is a radio show. <laughs> it's not true. Now you know what. Melvin. Melvin also is younger. I'm older. I'm more comfortable with myself. Not that you're not comfortable with yourself, but I've I've been out a long time. 30 By the years. way, today <laughs> is
1: the 25th anniversary of Jason coming out on the Geraldo Rivera show, right? Because he has to do everything as an IMDb credit. He can't just come out the closet. He did uh, it look on at TV. Her
3: just tearing me down. No,
1: I'm not tearing you down. It was a
3: big deal at the time. It changed my life. So I, it changed my life. But I see that this brother here is it's it's harder.
1: Did you call him a brother because yeah. he's gay or because he's black? gay? Gay. Uh,
3: okay because no but i do do think of him as a brother honestly he is a brother to me and i see him as a younger brother and i see him you know as it it, it takes a while believe me when you grow up under i I always think this is the analogy of growing up in, in the closet you're in the closet you're behind the clothes you're standing on the hat boxes and shit you know there's hat boxes and shit above you you know there's a leather jacket
1: that's Siri telling you. I'll start
3: again. So you're in the closet. <laughs> we can't take two. I'm an actor. So you're standing on the shoes. You've got hat boxes and shit above you. You're standing behind a leather jacket. Once in a while, someone opens up the door. You know, they take something out. They shine a light in your face, and then they slam the door. And that's how you make all your decisions. And you do that for a long time. Uh-huh. So it takes a, a 10 years. is not even 11 years for him. It's not even a long time. 11. He's like 11 now. You know, I'm like 30. So it's, different, it's a different process of learning to treat yourself as an equal. With you, I treat myself as an equal. I, I am an And e- I
1: treat you as an equal, and yes. that's why I'm cutting you off. Because I, as, I tell everybody at the beginning yeah. of the show, okay. I, you will hear me cutting Jason off okay. throughout but the But we show. are
3: equals to each other, where, Absolutely. whereas he is still learning to stand on his own two feet.
1: No, he's an equal, too. He's, yeah, but he's, he's learning. A, it's harder. He hasn't I, ha- I'm very protective of him. I understand,
3: okay. but he hasn't had the years. And it takes a long time to change when you really spend your life teaching yourself.
1: Okay, be... I got to go on to the next oh, question because yes. I, go. got, I got some gay questions. and you guys All, are right. Stuck in. All right, so there's this misconception that gay people, because they belong to a marginalized group, tend to be um, a group of people that is tolerant towards others. Through conversations with a lot of my gay friends, I hear that there's so much racism within the gay community. What can you say about that? I'll start with Melvin.
2: Uh, yeah, I think there's definitely racism. I, oh, yeah. Uh, especially, like, with with uh, white guys, black guys, people that they want to go on dates with. I mean, on, like, dating apps, like, saying, like, you know, uh, know this, know that. No fats, no gays, things, no, no Asians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody so, over a certain age. Yeah. So if I you say you're
3: over 50, it's like you might as well be dead. You might as well just jump yeah. off a boat. And I
2: think, but I also, and I, I mean, I shared, you know, even, like, driving through West Hollywood. I mean, a lot of the, the billboards or the, the pictures on Nightly. clubs to promote. You know, um, you know, different nights. It's mostly there's often maybe maybe one person of color, maybe, but mostly. It's and no one, white no one over thirty five. It's white guys. So you, you know. he's
1: pushing for the ageism. And you do you have you ever felt that you were being discriminated against in in a gay setting like oh, a gay absolutely. club? You oh, absolutely. I have been discriminated. What against,
2: happened? Uh, like said, oh, you're nice. You're handsome for a black guy. Or I would never, I would never date a black guy. Does that bother you? I was just never going to date with a black guy. Does that bother you? Does that, does that upset you? Or I, w- I would have, I would get down with, like, everybody here but you. Like, I just don't like, I don't like black guys. Like, I just, you know, I just don't think that, like, black guys are, like, that attractive. Does that bother you that, like, I were to say something Do like that? Do
1: you say yes, it does bother you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, that was an isolated incident. But I'm like,
1: who says that?
2: <laughs> like, you know? And uh, that's Um,
1: Melvin Robert talking, we're doing gay talk right now, And if you're tuning into Truth Serum. And for me,
2: like, I got... We keep
1: cutting each other off, but I'm not (laughs) letting these gay dudes (laughs) run my show today, because that's what happens when they come in
2: numbers. (laughs) But I think, like, growing up, because I got bullied a lot, and Mm -hmm. so, as a younger person, and so that's, like, was such a trigger for me, you know, being called a fag, and being called a homo, and, like, you know, even because of the color of my skin, and, you know, I had Big ears. I mean, so there were so many things that I had to resolve as I got older about just how I looked and my self-image and so many things, and then coming out. Um, So yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. That up until I would say, look, up until I struggled a lot with internalized homophobia. I struggled a lot, and it was really up until I can
3: tell, honestly, not in not a bad way, but I can tell that you just by your body language. You're saying not in a bad way. No, no, because I think that he's a, a terrific guy. I can feel his spirit. But I'm just saying I could tell there were certain things. And the, and the fact that you even said to me, hey, I'm gay, you know, and just the way you said it, the, your physical behavior and everything. And you're still, it's its a process. Mm-hmm. It's but it's tar- also
1: cultural because do black, black, is there a black, like unified movement within the gay community that's, that they wear like patches with the African flag? And like, do, is there that pro-black Gay. We have
3: we have a black pride. I'm talking
1: to the the black man. You yeah. you Jewish. You Jewish. You win it. No Jewish gay pride. You a, there is no. It's Jewish called Ach. Uh. But, but no no. But listen. One no, of there the, is
3: no such thing as the, Jewish One of gay the pride. biggest
1: gay pride parades in the world is in Israel. Is in Tel Aviv.
3: Not for the gays.
1: For the gays. Oh, you
3: mean gay pride in in Israel? In yeah, Israel.
1: Yeah. Well, I went to Israel and everywhere I but went. But they're it was Middle Eastern.
3: They're tough. You know, you got to have a gun when you're in the. Parade. Bu-
1: they were they gay men everywhere all over Tel Aviv. Yes, there are. I found a couple for you.
2: But I think um yeah. I mean there's definitely like black gay nights I mean there's black gay clubs mm-hmm. you know there's is the catch pride. still happening the catch is no longer but yeah that was a big yeah. where was that oh it's um, iconic French on Pico
1: so both of you guys have been to the catch oh yeah oh see you guys see
3: I don't have this experience of color in my life because Oh, it, don't say that it, for, let me let me finish okay before you react to me I don't have this experience in color in my life because I don't have those people in my life okay so if somebody would say to me something like that he would they they would I would We would go no further. I wouldn't have that. I would. I don't have those people. And I can
1: attest to that because Jason has a picture, a painting of a black dude that looks like Tupac in his living room. That's like his dream dude, right? Well, that's
3: well. He's a he's a Latin. (laughs) He's well, he looked like
1: Tupac. Yeah,
3: but so I, I don't have I don't I don't have that in my life. You
1: like men of color. You... I love
3: men of color, but I love all men.
1: Yeah, but every in but, the last couple of years, yes, I
3: have I have a tendency more towards uh, men of color.
1: I've seen a like a Benetton ad with you yes. in the last couple H- of H- years.
3: Italian, black, Latino, Latino, yeah,
1: the real busy Latino. I don't guy.
3: care. I don't have a thing about stuff like that. But I, I would date a white guy if they were interested in me.
1: So you, so basically, you're slumming. Is that what you're doing? No, you're like, yeah. you're just like I gotta go guy. date with the well with the, the, the white
3: guys very rarely do white guys like me. Why? I don't know.
1: What what do you think it is?
3: I think um I don't know. I think I think there's a real <sighs> I honestly don't know.
1: What do you think? Why do I'm you think? I'm too
3: free why to be you and like me. Him. I watched right. that Marlo Thomas special in 1973, and you know that we're all the same, and it just made a big impression on me. I don't know. You don't even. Do you know who Marlo Thomas know Marlo is? Thomas. He doesn't
1: even know who Barbara Streisand is. He thought you Barbara need, Streisand was the lead You need to, to take Dan. a class before you come back to this show. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but listen, just just to recap that when you guys heard Jason talking to our engineer about knowing, knowing about Barbara Streisand, he was like, yeah, I know who he is. He was talking who about he is. who she is. He was talking about Celine Dion. He does not know who Barbara Streisand is. Oh,
3: I just and So I stabbed him but with a spork. It was a, it's from the KFC. It's just a little one.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, When we come back, we're coming back with Jason Stewart and Melvin Robert. This is Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. We'll be right back.
0: cold world. I never thought I'd see the day that you my old girl. Now I'm stuck here hollering at old girl. Got one, got two, three, four girls. Shotgun in a drop, made a right, hut one, hut two, told him told take a hike, then it's on to the next, on, on to the next one. Hard to move on when you always regret one, one, one. I wonder sometimes, I wonder
6: sometimes.
0: Will Smith, baby girl, who I'm kidding, still sick. Real ish, all my new, new seem to get old real quick. Hey, could it be you, everything that these plane, plane couldn't beat? Is it a sign from the Lord that I shouldn't be? Lost in the playaway, so they get old to me. Got me on layaway, girl, you got to hold on me. I say I'm wrong, you say come again. Damn, said I was wrong, but don't rub it in I got a lot on my mind, got a flock full of dimes Like a line full of, how they coming in Just saying, don't wanna have me, then somebody will I'm playing, weight on my chest like I body build I'm praying, you ain't content with trying to do your thing And come back, baby, rank, rank ring. ring.
7: Follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ball in the solo way. And if you powder my trend, I make you my protege. Slossin' that soldier race. Niggas don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings, make you expose your age. Take you across the tracks. Make you expose the face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to say. I just been cooking that note. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the grant, the people going to call it the truth.
1: I really All right. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming back. This is Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. And we have been having this special segment today on the show called Gay Talk. And two straight men are joining the conversation with two gay men. And we're having a, an honest and real conversation about stigma and uh, perception And relationships. So Melvin, I'm going to let you guide this conversation because you have some questions for Emory and you have something
2: you want to ask. Well, because one of the, the, yeah, there there tends to be sometimes, not in every situation, but there tends to be like a level of uncomfort sometimes with straight men engaging or hanging out with gay guys. So I was just curious to know, you know, what is that from your vantage point, not speaking for every member of the straight male community, but just from your own vantage point, what is that... Do you feel uncomfortable? No, no. I mean, when I was younger, probably yeah, like middle school to like freshman year, I was. But I don't know. Wait, don't wait. Know
3: you were aware of gay people in your class and middle? Yeah. Oh, were they out? Some of them were. Some of them were. Oh, yeah. so that's a real I mean, different in age. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even I think for that's also Melvin. an age thing, though. Yes, it is. Like, definitely, it's more definitely
4: acceptable.
1: Yeah, now. It's,
3: but
10: yeah. no, I don't feel
2: uncomfortable.
1: He's twenty three. So and 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 he's making a very honest. Emery.
10: Yeah, no. I mean, guess what? I'm I'm much older. So back then it was more like it was sissies, right? So it wasn't really gay. It was like, so was I uncomfortable? I probably grew up in an area where where yeah, there was probably some uncomfortable. You know, I was a little uncomfortable.
3: All of us did at that age. I mean, we're at the same age. It's it's right. crazy. There were, there was we didn't exist. Right.
10: So now no. now being here and being around people a lot of time, you know, all types of people. Now I go out of my way to not to let gay men know that I'm good. You know, we're good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes it comes across like you're trying too hard. So it's like, you know, do you feel like like you that- like I'm like, hey, man, it's all good. It's like, uh, I yeah. know you're gay. Yeah. I'm not gay, but <laughs> yeah. it's all good. <laughs> yeah. We could all hang out. And so and I just have a I just have this go. personal space you issue go. that I think comes across. So My personal space issue comes across where it's like just don't get too close to I me, mean, no matter who it is, just like, yeah, you're a little too close.
1: Yeah, he's like that with every he's like that with me sometimes. It's like and I sleep with him every day and he's like, Yeah, you're getting too close. Don't touch me. So
10: this is not a gay thing, this
3: is an emory thing.
10: It pretty much.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yes.
10: But but what I do to overcompensate for it is just to kinda like like when when whenever I greet you, I always try and hug you so you know that it's not like I'm not. Oh, I thought because you like me. No, <laughs> I thought, as a human being. I like you as a human being, yeah. Oh, but I but, thought
3: that, and you're just sort of bonding with me about how Right, But don't hug me Ida that is. long.
10: Sometimes you hug me a little too long. Oh, is it too long? Yeah, so just let go. Like oh, okay. if I release. And you, you know, what? Is there, is Jason there a
1: time? gives me the shortest hug.
10: <laughs> is there? Is there? Is there a, is there a, <laughs> a is, good time? It. Yeah. Is
3: there a time? I don't even know what. Okay. All right. Just when you feel me releasing, you release. So it I got to tell time. you something. So I'm writing a book now with a guy named uh, Dan Duffy, and around. 15 years ago, he was a producer of a radio show I used to do called The Stephen D.C. Show in St. Louis. And I hadn't seen him in a while, and I had come to do the show again, and I gave him a hug, and I said, hey, commit to the hug. And he said to me that that changed his life. He said that he never really committed to hugging people. 'Cause it's not a sexual thing to me. It's it's just like, Hey, I like you kind of a thing. Yeah, it breaks ice. I get that. Yeah. So and I hug you a long time. You, I'm
1: joking. You you hug me and you listen to me, you've been um yes. been on my journey with me, relationships or whatever. Um the the uh, yeah, that's one of the things about you that you're very nurturing. And well I'm a dad.
3: Yeah. I'm a dad without children, I really am.
1: He's the he's the male lady gaga. You well, know, he has I, w- all these I wish, I wish. She doesn't have all those children.
3: I wish I'd have that career.
1: So we're having an honest, an honest conversation with gay and straight men in the room, and we're having and asking the questions. This is called Gay Talk. We're here on Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. Jason Stewart is in the house. Melvin Robert is in the house tonight. I am at the Hollywood Improv at nine o'clock with uh, D. Ray Davis. Um, oh, I'm so, at the
3: Improv on Friday. So, and to-
1: and Jason is at the Improv yeah, on Friday. Yeah, I
3: got to... because. Uh, I'm with Shang, who also has a show on this. Yeah, network. I got to keep. So please, please come to the improv and say we have some free tickets. So if you go to my website, jasonsteward.com S-T-U-A-R-T, you can uh, email me and get some free tickets. There'll be a, a limited number of them.
1: OK, so now I got to double promote my show because Marcus looked at me with the side eye because he told me that every single time I get on this microphone, I need to let you know what's going on with me. I forget. To <laughs> and know. September 22nd, I am. I am headlining the Hollywood Improv at 8 o'clock. It's a Saturday night. You can get your tickets. That show will sell out. It is September 22nd at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Hollywood Improv. Make sure you go to com and get your tickets. And that is the Hollywood Improv on Melrose, 8162 Melrose, not the Laugh Factory. All we right, right, we're, we're having this very honest talk. I feel like we're doing... Uh, something important here Gay men, straight men talking We're healing, we're bonding And we're having a real honest conversation I'm asking the questions that I want to know
3: Can I ask a question that I'm curious about? Yeah So to uh, uh, Emery So I think that the idea And this is something you don't know okay. You don't really probably get because you're a woman Guys think about sex what is it, every minute or something isn't that they say that we do? Mm-hmm. That's just the way men are. We have this, it's just, and, and I have trans friends who, are, who were uh, women before who are now men who say to me, oh my God, this is what you had because they know both sides of it. And they go, oh my God, you have to live with this all the time? This is hard. You know, and I said, yeah, this is what we do. So we think about sex all the time. So, because, so when you're hugging somebody, there is a thing that goes through his mind that thinks, and our body parts are outside our clothes. I mean, outside our body, not so inside he, he our body. He thinks
1: you're trying to jump his bones. So there is a hug? part
3: of that uncomfortableness that happens, mm-hmm. right? And even if he, even if he is a straight man and I am a gay man, if you hug a gay man. There's still that moment of hugging somebody, and you may not have that incredible sexual thing first, but then you hug somebody, you think, "Oh wow, this is a little different." Well, because
2: at the end of the day, we're humans, you know. Like, yeah. are and so when you hug, so even like gay guys, I mean, sometimes. Look, there's, like, gay guys I can't hug because, like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe oh, yeah. there's, like, a, a thing or, like, and, the, you know, there's why? history. Why?
1: No, but answer No, why? but I mean, like, well, because them? there's,
2: like, a sexual charge. Like, okay. or, or somebody that, like, if I've been somewhere or, you know, I've been attracted. This is gay guys. Like, I've been attracted to somebody and maybe, you know... I don't know it's like I can't hug you like because if I hug you like something else is going to happen you know what I mean mm-hmm. so, so that was
10: my point too it's like if I'm if I'm a straight man I don't want to give you that vibe either it's not but I kind
2: of sh- know but I kind of feel like yeah I can appreciate like oh you know a straight guy that's handsome but I also know like well Okay, I can hug you, but then nothing can happen. Yeah, you're but
10: then you guys have this thing with the gaydar thing. Yeah. So we don't
3: want
2: that's the us. That's not gay people. That who okay, that. we don't want. We any don't have type it anymore. Don't want any the gaydar like,
3: doesn't work. His generation ruined everything. Well, you going to say you don't want of... Well, he's he's what? pointing at the
1: engineer who's in his twenties, right? So yeah, he said that that generation ruined.
10: No, I don't want to send any signal. I, I mean, I, I, I guess it yeah. wouldn't matter if I sent a signal because it's not like you're gonna rape me, right? So, oh my God, no! It's just I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to send.
1: There are people who act like gay men are going to rape them. They act like gay men Does are that, overly yeah, permissive. but I,
10: I don't know. That's the, that's the so part would that's you difficult think that would for happen. me to explain. I don't know. Nothing will happen, right? you're you, with a woman I'm, that
3: you hug and you're attracted to, and it's not your wife or girlfriend, there's moments that happen. It just happens. That's because we're men. Uh,
10: I'm not allowed to hug another are you not? What?
1: No, not. Oh my God, this is so ridiculous. This let's stay on topic look, with the gateway. I can't even look at another. Way. No, that's not. That's, that's not true. We don't. We can have the honest conversation about that too. My, <laughs> no, that's not. I hate when men say that. I, I made a point. I've written a joke about it. Men have the opportunity to sit in any space, and there will be an abundance of attractive women in their presence because the odds, the numbers, are in that favor. For women, it's not the same thing. Well,
3: wait, we, you think there are more men on the planet, that women on the planet, than there are men? There
1: are more that's women exactly. on it's the planet.
3: It's only 1% more, isn't no, it? No,
1: it's 18 women to every man. It's way more. On the more, planet? On the planet, well, way But why more. aren't
3: you winning everything?
1: <laughs> because <laughs> that- your people are running the show. <laughs> the and like, yeah, So Yes. No,
3: we're not running it. Yeah, any. so
1: my point when I I can't say, even
3: get on the gay cruises anymore. But <laughs> that's
1: because you start a lot of shit. But listen, this is my point. When I say that to him, is saying... You everywhere you go, you're gonna always see attractive women. I gotta go to places and see Shrek, you know, all (laughs) this bunch of ogres. It's like it's not the same for women. And we, I, we talk about this all the time. Me and my friends, we have this dialogue all the time. It's it's so unfair. So what I say is, don't disrespect me if you're gonna look. You can look at whoever you want, but in my business. In my business, I've had women say, oh, you know, your, your man, your boy looks thirsty. Your dude is always looking at everybody. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I don't want to hear because it affects my work. look male-dominated. Melvin
3: is having the same look at her. I my, work in a
1: place that's the, male-dominated. You know, a, I don't work in a place where women are all, all over the place. There's
3: mm-hmm. a scene um, in a movie called Parting, uh, not Parting Glances, a longtime companion where there's this older gay couple and they're sitting at the beach. And these young hot guys walk by and both of them turn their head at the same time. And I think, God, that's what's cool about being gay. We don't have this thing about that. Most gay men, not all, but the guy that I'm sort of seeing that I never see, he has a thing about that (laughs) that because he's Italian and he loves it when I'm jealous. But um we don't have a thing about that. It's not we're not the same way as you guys. It's not are.
1: sometimes it's this not is about a girl-boy jealousy. Thing. Sometimes it's about respect. It's not about jealousy. <sighs> but I think
2: but I think jealousy happens even in home in, in like gay relationships yes, yeah, too. Yeah, I but, mean, but not course, the same like, way. That's not true Yeah I, think, I mean But I also think It boils down to Fundamentally I think it boils down To just respect Like mutual respect for I can somebody. go Melvin We're right. going
3: over To Jim's house We're going to have sex And then watch Golden Girls Want to go Come on Let's go I mean That's the difference There is there's, there's a, a lot of gay men Have open relationships Not
2: all But they do and See? that's we well, don't I, have, I think it's we don't know. have the same uh, generational too. I mean, I think Do
1: you want to be in a monogamous like traditional would, yeah. relationship with a man? I would like to
2: be in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. I'm and ready you? I'm ready for that now,
3: yeah. And like but, have
2: kids and like but, yeah, I would like but him.
3: If I was wants- with a man and he didn't want that and I really loved him, he I would might,
1: sacrifice your happiness. I might
3: it's not happiness. I it's not the end all be all.
1: But do you think that has something to do with your age that you're like, fuck it? If he got two eyes, he can breathe. Uh, he yes, if he calls
3: me back and just show, if he could show up, if he could just show up and get in the room, you know, but there is a part of me. But I, I think there are compromises to be made and not everything has to be black and white. I, you know, you, you, I, I've seen women who leave a husband of 30 years and three kids a house and a whole life over a blowjob in a hotel. Are yeah. you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. You know, I would go, honey, what's going on? Why do, what do you feel? What's wrong? What are you not getting? What can I do?
1: And that is why you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs>
3: I do have a boyfriend, sort of. Unless Melvin's seen. interested because he's looking at me. But you know. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> oh. So are we doing a love connection on no, the no, show? Please. I love
10: it. He is totally. See, that's why I'm looking over here at the floor. Why? Because you just said he's looking at him.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it, what does it matter? It's like Half. it's not. It's, that's
10: the type of stuff I'm talking about. That's though.
1: the kind of stuff that you think about when about gay men. Yes. Okay. So here's my next question. You're tuning into Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. It is Truth Serum. I'm at the Improv tonight at um, eight <laughs> o'clock. I'm having a conversation with actor, comedian Jason Stewart. Melvin Robert is in the house. Who we are naming an album on this show before it's all said and done. We're going to name his album. I have a question. Um, we we just you guys were just talking about promiscuity. You were talking about we've talked about uh, men, straight men, gay men relations. Do you honestly think that you you said you have you can look at somebody and know if they're uh, down low gay?
3: No, I can't tell anymore. My gaydar is completely gone. I... All the, this guy over here, this kid here that was here, he to me I I, I would have pegged him as gay right on the street. Oh, Not no. th- I would have pegged him. I, I would have. Like if I didn't he- hear him talk. I, I just, do
2: get a, I, I do get like when I'm around what? people I do get like a. I
3: can't tell anyone. Is
2: there a look? Uh, they want to be us. Yes. But what I feel hair. like it's I don't know like a look a mannerism a I don't know how to explain it. But if there's sometimes there's been times where I'm like oh okay like I wondered when I came in I was like I don't know is he straight is he gay I don't know like. To I, hey I, with I, Jason
1: I, you gotta wonder if he's black if yeah. he's like albino like because <laughs> some people think they because i, thought, be I was like, Cuban I just I actually played a
3: half Cuban guy on. Swedish dicks, and I didn't even know that until I got there.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was on Swedish so I didn't dicks. Know, but I think I don't know. It, Short for it, detective. It's a thing. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, it is like a thing where sometimes I I'll, get, I'll get a little ping. I will get a little ping, and I'm like, I don't know. Okay, maybe gay, but I don't know. But I, I, I like s- to give people the space to, like, what I don't like, what I, I like to give people the space to articulate it to me. I do not make assumptions about. I will not hate girl you unless. Like I You have disclosed it or Oh something. I hate
3: hate girl I don't like I don't like girl stuff So
2: Yeah I will. oh Yeah, yeah so I know He's I, I, I'm old will, But school. I mean like I won't go up to somebody And like have like A whole like girl, Unless I I won't do that to somebody Unless they share That they're gay And I like, kind of feel it out But like I will not Just like go ahead And start
3: Is that a thing though In your generation in Your is, it the I hate don't mind. is that back
2: Well I mean like Amongst like some It depends I mean in some of my Friend groups Yeah mm-hmm. Like, or girl, like, oh my, like, girl, let me tell you, like, da-da-da-da, you know. It depends Uh, on where I am or, like, who I'm talking to. I mean, but I mean, even, like, going back to, like, even, like, Pride, like, I really like going to, like, the Pride Parade, and I like, like, all the feathers, and, like, I don't dress like that, but I like... Going I appreciate it. Yeah, I, love so it, I like it. And I are- like the music and I like to dance and i like the confetti. And I'm like sometimes I think I'd walk around with confetti in my pocket and just like throw it on people when I get excited. <laughs> like I I like I like a lot of that mm-hmm. that stuff because as much as I um like I like that kind of music. Not all I mean, I have like very eclectic taste in music, but I have an appreciation for like dance music.
1: Yeah. I like so it. You could, but bore, that's a stereotype, I'm right? Bored gay with people it. like. If I hear
3: one song. more dance song, I, I feel I feel like overwhelmed. But you can listen
1: to Barbara Streisand
3: all the time. <laughs> oh, I listen to I, honestly albums from the '60s that I like that I like so much, like simply Streisand, and I like I like that kind of stuff. It, it soothes me; it makes me feel like I'm
2: not alone. It Reminds Do me you of my have childhood. Any other
1: questions for the gay people? But now? like I
2: love, like I, I, <laughs> it makes album? me feel like it makes I'm me sorry. feel. Marcus like, is in the corner. Like, and, like, happy. And, like, because I'm like, you got to be...
1: Cool. Well,
3: you waited a long time for it. and You're still... Yeah. The
1: two black straight men in the room are in opposite corners of the room. And they both look uncomfortable. Marcus no, is, like, fine. stuck to the you wall. You know what's
3: interesting is I don't even care anymore. Because I used to worry so much about straight guys and making them comfortable. It doesn't matter. It's your journey. They Do could... you feel
1: the burden? Do you... That's That no. was one of the... Like, black people... At this who age... Who are not... Get in the presence of certain white people and feel like they have to disarm them. Do you feel as a gay man that when you get around in groups and spaces with straight men that you have to disarm them. Well, I'm,
3: I'm going to be real serious for a moment, okay? okay? So when you make little jokes and you're funny, I am so bored with all of that. I'm okay. just, I am done with it in my okay. mind as a human being as older. If I see black, white, green, I don't care what color you are when you're a straight guy and you have, you know, I'm in the comedy world too. It's a boys club. You know, yeah. there's, there's very few of them that don't have to make a little, if I hear one more time, oh, you're gay? I had I no idea. Jesus Christ shut the fuck up you know you're a man oh my god I didn't know you had penis I thought you were trans what if I said that to him I'm just I don't care anymore about it all the time I see they have their own journey about how they're going to get comfortable with who they are and I just I just try to be a kind person
1: but, but now you don't care anymore. Do you no, feel no, the burden sometimes? Not at all. That what? you
3: have to. I want to be let me, uh, wait, wait, let, let me be I, clear. I though.
2: have felt it. Yeah.
3: Let me be clear though. Before you move on, I I I don't want to make people uncomfortable, but I try to just be myself and be kind and be respectful. And that's it. And I and I realize that other straight men know because we all have sexual thoughts constantly and they all know that we all have sexual thoughts. It's things that women don't know because mm-hmm. it's the way we are. So we all know that. If you turned off the lights and you could see what we were all thinking, you would like go, oh my God! Right. You know, because we all do it. But it doesn't mean you're going to act on it.
1: Well, I mean, I'll, I'll be in, just in this space where I think that men who are secure in their sexuality, um, the men that, that have... Are in my life and the men that I know find you quite entertaining and charming and they like you, you see how Marcus walked in and he went. he was like he gave you a hug before he gave me one um, <laughs> Well, because
3: he hadn't seen me in a while
1: no but what I'm saying is like but he he, likes you he better. was just like that's my boy because he really enjoyed you guys yeah. had a conversation well, we've talked
3: He's he's very supportive common. of me yeah, yeah.
2: but do you, you you were answering the question uh I think sometimes I, I have fallen kind of victim to that to feeling like I needed to Diffuse the situation and, or, you know, like to, I have fallen victim to that totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it's a lot to manage sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because
3: they're aggressive. What? Straight men are very aggressive about what they, who they are and what they, the way, and I think it's, it depends it's their on town. Like,
2: I think it depends on like, I don't know where I'm at. I think it's gotten easier as I've gotten older. But, I remember like when I first started teaching the first school that I worked at, um, it, it was, it was just the, the culture there. You know, high school, High schools, when you're in high school, there's all the groups. When you teach at a high school, it's very similar, right? The mm-hmm. coaches, there's the coaches, there's, there's the, the teachers, the liberal arts people, the fine arts. I mean, it's, it's a whole thing. The main girls. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, like, and I felt boys. like when I started working there, I was like, God, I didn't feel like I, I fit in because I wasn't a coach. I right. wasn't, um, you know, I, it was all these different, like, where did I fit in? I wasn't a coach, but then I worked in the fine arts department, but then, like, I was, like, really friendly with everybody and had a lot of other collegial friends, you know, so... I definitely have have felt that, but as I've gotten older. But, like, I also know that, that, you know, I know about myself that, like, I am a very, like, I can be very measured. I know that I'm, like, very Mm process-oriented. I can be, you know. um, But then I have another extreme that's, like, silly and loud and fun and wants to dance and run around and and be kind of, you know, just have, Mm -hmm. like, a blast. But I also know that I'm somebody, too, that can be very, like, a little, I can be prudish. You know, in some respects, and I can be a little bit old-fashioned, mm-hmm. and I'd like to, like, you know, like, let's go to dinner, and let's, like, talk, and I like human connection. I mean, so I know, like, that that's just, a, you know, a part of who I am. Well, in your
3: 20s, you're trying to figure out who, you, you're, you're figuring out who you are. In your 30s, you start to practice it. In your 40s, yeah. you start to be it. In your 50s, you just want to lie down, you're so tired.
1: No, so, I, so anyway, you're tuning in live to Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. That's Jason Stewart and Melvin Robert. We're having a gay conversation. This is gay talk. I have one more question for you guys. Um, you have, Go ahead, Emery. You got a question?
10: Yeah. So when you're out in different places around the world, there's places where I see um, men, I guess, gay men together. And holding hands and embracing, but there's other places where you know they are, but then they don't. So do you feel comfortable being affectionate publicly in certain cities? Oh, I got eyes in the back of my
3: head. I can feel it. So when you've been beat up and chased and, and done that, you can feel it. You have a certain sixth sense to that kind of thing. So I'm very careful about
10: it. So then there are different places where
3: you feel. Oh like yeah, I wouldn't
10: even go there. I'm afraid to. I just. What gone, are some of those
3: places? You've gone to some countries that I probably would be afraid to go to, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Travel. Yeah, I would yeah. be. I would never go to Jamaica. Be afraid to go there. You know, we could get hurt. You know, so. Oh,
1: you could get some good Jamaican dick.
3: Well, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not always. Maybe I'm going for the actual job and the cash. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: Um, but uh, you know, there are places I just wouldn't go. I like my little California free to be you and me, so I'm careful about that. But I've never been, uh, though I have seen, you know, that I'll grab someone's arm or something, you know, but I'm, I, I don't do it naturally. It's not mm. a natural thing for me mm. because there's the fear. So where you would naturally, you know, grab onto Emery or he would grab onto you, just naturally without thinking about it, we think about, at least my age, thinks about it.
2: I think right. it's for, and I think comfort, because I know that I need to feel comfortable i need to feel safe personally you know and that's mm-hmm. like with holding somebody's hand or um, being tactile or when you uh, say
1: safe do you mean within that relationship
2: space or just general safety uh both okay
3: they're two okay. different things but yeah they're,
2: like yeah. both because like you know you know i i um yeah i mean i think safety because i i want to know that i'm i need to feel comfortable as much as I don't know as much as like I like to hug people and I will like hug you when I see you to greet you I also am I, like I was saying earlier I, I know I'm a little bit old-fashioned in that sense because like I'm not just gonna like be holding your hand I'm not just gonna be super tactile I'm not gonna be I'm a little bit more measured just with people in general yeah I think unless I-, I really know you like if I really mm-hmm. know you and and there's like a built like a trust and i have known then um you know but until I get to that point um, yeah, I mean, I would do it if I know somebody,
3: but I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a very affectionate person. I'm going to make general.
1: you both hug before you leave here, and you guys got to hug the straight guys. In well, the I want to do that anyway. We're going to take one more quick break. Um, you are live Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. Jason Stewart is in the house. Melvin Robert is in the house tonight. I'm at the Hollywood Improv, but September 22nd I'm headlining, and I would really love for you to purchase your tickets early because we will sell out. Go to Funny Ida A I D A dot com so you can see where I'm performing. Um, we everywhere, all over the country. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: World. I never thought I'd see the day that you my old girl Now I'm stuck here hollering at old girl Got one, got two, three, four, girl Shotgun and the drop, made a right Hut one, hut two, told him, told him take a hike Then it's on to the next, on, on to the next one Hard to move on we you always regret one Listen, man, What's up?
8: I heard you done got you a dime piece, man nah, One really of them really Beyonce nah, making nah, good nah. types, man nah, nah, nah. Is that true, man? I just want to know Probably not. I mean, I shit, to gonna, be honest, with you, honest with you, man, she's a
9: bad thing, shit, fine as hell, dick as fuck, oh my god, that's my baby, Caroline, you're divine, mighty fine, started really brought up by like a pro, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Doc. Holy shit, I'm big-lid It's looking like it's about time to fuck it up Caroline, listen up Don't want to hear about your horoscope or what the future holds? Shut up and shut up and let's get going Tarantino movie. Don't want to talk it out. Can we fuck it out? Cause we gon' be up all night. Fuck a decaf. You see, I'm a tall thug, Guess I'm a giraffe. If you want safe sex, baby, use the knee pad. Freaky with the sticky, icky, baby. Give me kitty, kitty. Killer. West outside, nigga. Boy, you like 98 degrees and I'm 300, nigga. Keep your feet running hot. I thief, keep, keep. I eat these beats. Better boy, get stuck. Get stuck. Don't wanna be in my lane, I don't want you in my lane, you a lame get swerve. Cause great scenes might be great, but I love your bloopers and perfects for the urgent Baby, I want forever, Caroline. Don't you see that? I want you to be mine. Bad thanks, fine as hell. Thick as fuck, oh my god. That's yeah. my baby. Caroline, you divine, mighty fine. Are like it's we are in here
1: jamming to Caroline and Jason asks what it is and why are they talking? Well, it's
3: talking, it's not singing. It's rapping. I understand, but it's... it's... Hey, you
1: can, you, we can listen to it in the I didn't
3: here. like the tone of his voice.
1: Why? Because uh, it's not Barber's uh, No, it just
3: didn't have a tone he wasn't
1: singing though he was rapping I
3: know but if you're going to talk you need to have a nice voice hi, hi, hi I'm Jewish yeah. I mm, okay
1: alright All right.
3: <coughs> if you're going to actually rap like I I, can't, I think I've listened to Jay-Z and I like what he has to say I love the poetry oh, oh
1: he's listening but to Jacob
3: I cannot take his voice It's like he sounds like a cartoon character I don't you know it doesn't You don't
1: think Jay Z sounds like a Yep. Yeah, you don't think, ah, you don't think ah, like ah, it? ah,
3: It's like I don't know. And then his wife sings in the same T V special. It's like geez, come on. You can't even be in the same thing with her. Damn. You're not in the same class.
1: Oh wow. Ooh, Jason said it. But it's different. It's different. Beehive, not- you come for him. <laughs> He's already said two things that'll piss... You know, Beyoncé has a cult following.
3: The beehive, I've heard about yeah, it. Yeah, have. I know. They have I a church I... in San Francisco. Do they?
1: Yeah, it's called the Church of Beyoncé. Looked it up. Does see? everyone
3: wear uh, you know, no, extensions? No, they and-
1: Beyoncé hymns in the church is, it's a gay church does
3: everybody does everybody wear shorts and you know they wear like, whatever they want yeah you know, walk in and just everybody walks in like a diva and there's a wind machine
1: a wind machine is great <laughs> I wish I could walk around with a wind you machine you know who used to do that me is, too is, is, um, oh uh, me too who,
3: who's the drag queen that used to, not drag well she used to do drag but she's trying Oh, um, Candace Kane! She would come oh, to the Candace Abbey Kane, yeah. and she'd have a I wind machine. I've been to her show. Yeah, she has a wind machine following her and she'd walk into the middle of the street to Robertson Boulevard and then walk back. That's but she'd have song. someone following her with a wind machine. It was hysterical.
1: That is awesome. You are. If you are tuning in to the show, it is the end of the show, but this is um, Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. Melvin Robert is back in the house. Jason Stewart has joined us. We've had this beautiful candid conversation about uh, the lifestyle of gay people or two gay men having a candid conversation even with straight men in the room and um, i think it's important to learn tolerance and not tolerance for the seat for the sake of allowing someone into the space but tolerance for yourself so that you can learn things about other people and grow as a human being and i think that's really important um jason Quickly, let everybody know what's going on with you. What you've been up to. You have been working. And- I've
3: been doing a lot of acting. So the most uh, big thing is on uh, on the seventeenth. I'm doing Shang's show at the Improv, and I'm not doing any of your shows. But
1: I, I don't have my I've not stuff. been
3: asked. Um, the one uh, so I'm doing Show on the 17th at the Improv and we have a limited number of free tickets so if you f- go to my website jacesteward.com s t u a r t we can do that. Um, you can download Swedish Ticks Swedish Ticks Swedish Dicks uh, episode 3 on the Pop Network and also my short film that I directed called Like Father that I star in with Denise Staus and Nick Few um is now on Amazon Direct. So you can do that, and please go on there on Amazon Direct. It's a short film called Like Father, and I play a, an older Jewish man who's dying and wants to get his son's forgiveness. It's a drama. And, uh, and your
1: web series is on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, yeah, that's too. Mentor. Mentor
3: is also on. And then I have a couple of films coming up, and we'll come back and talk about them when they come out. I don't know. I just.
1: And if people haven't seen Birth of a Nation, they should. Yes, you can not because- see
3: Birth of a Nation. I play a white heterosexual Christian plantation owner in 1831 because it's odd times a small farmers was like you and myself. And you can watch that on HBO On Demand and also on iTunes, I think.
1: Yep. You're and not going to like his character. Nobody likes his character. He's, he's the worst. such I'm
3: there to tell a great story, that's something I stand behind. So. And it's
1: really funny because when he was getting ready for the film, I read with him because he he read with a lot of his friends as he was preparing for the role. And then when he had to say the N-word, we were walking up and down the street, he started crying because he didn't want to say
3: it. It was like very <laughs> weird. It was really hard to get used to saying it. You know, and I—it I, was just—it was something that I'd never done. So it was really like, oh man, I got to get comfortable with this because Nate Parker, the director, said to me, "If you hesitate or do anything, I'm yelling cut, and I want to get fired on my first day by mm-hmm. a black man by not saying the n-word right."
1: No, no, <laughs> no, no. right. I mean, but that. I was saying, that. I remember saying to myself, "He must." Jason really doesn't use the word. He was so uncomfortable; it brought him to tears. And it well, was it's just—it's
3: a-, a weird thing. It's like saying anything, you know. You just even when I was playing that. I didn't even tell you, but it, when I was playing the, the the anti-abortion leader in the line, the Lena away thing, one of the girls started to cry because I was so mean, and she she started to cry, and I felt so bad.
2: It was a good acting, yeah.
3: But I mean, I felt so terrible that I made her cry.
2: Melvin, what you got going on? Um, we're gonna name this album. Yes. yes. we just wrapping La- up the album. Well, uh, what's it about? Um, it's he has to explain this right, every uh, episode. Yeah, it's um, it's a well. It's about songs that I love to sing. I did a one-man show in April, the end of April, and it's acoustic. It was an acoustic set. It's some Broadway tunes. It's R&B. I it's got pop. the title, Songs yeah. I Love to Sing. Oh, Songs I Love to Sing. We Transparent was something that Oh, we like that. Week.
1: Transparent was last week. No,
3: not Transparent. There's the a whole TV That's show. a TV show, I know. And then also, when they look up shows, you don't want them to look up. They said
1: up, transparency is what they said. You don't want that either but uh, songs, songs I, I like
3: to sing no songs I love to sing
2: songs I love to sing how about that that's a, that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a great so, that's, so we're going to add that <laughs> yeah. to, the slide. No, to the list. eventually
1: yeah. we're going to name this album um, when it's ready I love we're it gonna thank songs you so to much sing. for tuning in our time is up this Aww. has been such a great show Jason you gotta come back Melvin you know we love having you here this is Aida Rodriguez. You can check out everything that's I, 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 Aida Rodriguez. Rodriguez at funnyaida.com. Almost sounded
3: Asian. Almost.
1: I know. It sounds everything. Everybody claims my name. Somebody was like, you know, it's Arabic. You know, it's Ethiopian. You know, it's Italian. It's my grandmother's name, is what it is. Thank you so much for tuning in to Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez. And we are out. Yay!
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>